Hello and welcome to the Arcade Hangout. Uh, this is a group of mostly gentlemen. We like to hang out Tuesday nights, uh, chat about arcade collecting, arcade repairs, playing some arcade games, um, and generally just chilling and seeing what we've done in the last week or so with this hobby we call arcade collecting. Uh, I am Orange Whip. Um, I guess I'm your host for this evening uh, and most evenings. Uh, and we're just going to go around the room real quickly and... Hangouts. Uh, <laughs> and someone's going to do that all the time. Uh, well, let's go around the room real quickly and get a, a hello from everybody. Uh, let everybody plug their YouTube channels and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and I also have one question for everybody just to start off uh, during their introductions. This was asked to us uh, last week by a listener. Uh, they would like to know which one game we've had in our collections that we've gotten rid of that we would either like to get back or we regret getting rid of it maybe for that price or, or whatever. And let's just keep it limited to one game. Uh, and I know this is not going to pertain to everybody because you might not have gotten rid of a game that you really cared about, but uh, let's just see what we come up with while we're doing our introductions here. So let's go and we'll start off with, uh, let's do Jim Bodini. Well, this will be nice and brief. Um, I'm Jim Bodini on Clav. Uh, um Everyone knows me as Jim, obviously. Uh, I've actually only gotten rid of uh, two games. One was a Monaco GP that was in too rough a shape to even bother restoring, so I gutted it. So I don't feel bad about that. I, um, some other guy used those parts to restore his machine. But the, um, I sold my T-Mech to uh, one of my best friends, and that is a really cool game. It's It's just absolutely awesome. And the only reason why I got rid of it, well, two reasons. One, that's his favorite game ever, and two, it, it takes up an enormous amount of space. It's like six feet by six feet. So it's this huge two-player cockpit game. And uh, as, as much as I was happy with getting rid of it, I know someday I'm just going to miss the hell out of it. I mean, our deal is basically I get to come over whenever and play it. <laughs> so, as long I, I as you know that, who it went to. Yeah, yeah, and oh, he sure. doesn't live very far from me, so... Actually, I have to help him move that into his new house they just got. So that's kind of like, uh, you know, salt in the open wound. Nice. All right. Uh, well, thanks. I'll just let's keep going around. Let's go crafty next. And he's muted. Oh, sorry. I'm, there I'm, you go. I'm here. Sorry. Doing running the fan. Uh, crafty Mac on Clav, and craftymac.com is the website. Uh, you know, I haven't gotten rid of a game, a whole game, but there is a PCB that I got rid of, the, uh, Gal, Gal Plus, so like Galaga 3. I bought it for 15 bucks, and uh, it turned out to be a really easy fix. I just had to replace one of the CPUs. So I think my total into it was like 25 And uh, I like the game. I like to play it, but um, I kind of got caught up in uh, the idea of, hey, this, I paid 25 bucks for this board, including the CPU. I can sell it for like 125 And so I, uh, I sold it for the money, and then uh, I still wish I had it, because I'd like to get it back. <laughs> I'd like to get that board back, but it's going to cost me like 100 plus bucks. So there you go. Nice. All right, let's uh, move on to Adam. Sure. Uh, I'm Adam AJCRM125 on the on forums and uh, OneCircuit.com. Um, you know, I think there's only one game that I ever actually got rid of. Uh, I, I'm blessed with a game room big enough to where I don't have to 
can get rid of any of my games. And I think that was a baby Pac-Man that I that I Ooh. sold to John Jacobson for fifty <laughs> bucks. It's actually how I met the guy. But uh, look, in hindsight now, you know, this I mean, the monitor alone was worth probably hundred bucks. So, but uh, it was you know the the bottom was kind of had seen better days and it was falling apart. And and I I just looked at it and it was I had so many projects going on it was beyond what I wanted to deal with. So I just well, let him have it for a song, but um, like the 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 an hour after I had given it to him, Spath actually sent me an email. He goes, "Hey, check out this guy. Um, he just got an amazing deal, you know, close to where you are." And I go and look, and it's it's him, and it's my game. So son of a good. bitch. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and he doesn't even have it anymore. He doesn't. No, he. Uh, but he got it going. I mean, hats off to him. Uh, that that was just too much for me to, to deal with at the time. Like I said, I had so many so many other projects going on. But it was fun because he did all the work, and then you know he, him, and I live relatively close, as some of you guys know. So I was able to go over there and enjoy it quite a bit before he ultimately got rid of it. So, so it worked great for me. It should be one of those things where you know if you sell it to a friend, you, you should always call first dibs on getting something like that back again. But, but see, that's the thing with John. By the time he's done, it's worth so much money. You know what I mean? Because he really does right. he goes through the whole thing, and and he hypes it up on his channel. So any game oh that he God, touches, yeah. it's like Midas. You know, it it sells for so much. When, when and everyone else in North America, and they're all looking for him, well, right? Yeah, and, and coincidentally, that's one of the games that he regrets getting rid of. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, he says he's actively looking for another one. I don't know. We'll see. But it was a fun game. It's just a cool concept and everything. So, so yeah, I guess that would be my only one. Cool. All right, let's move on to Mr. 34K. Yeah, so uh, 34K on Clove. Uh, producer, director, starring in YouTube channel, The Bitmar. Um, games I've sold, gotten rid of. I regret. You know, I've actually only gotten rid of uh, a small handful of games myself. Um, probably of all the ones that I got rid of, the only one that I, I kind of miss is uh, Millipede, of all things. Um, I do have I do have my uh, my Centipede Cabaret, but I like the larger trackball in Millipede. It fits my big ass hands better, so it's, I find it easier and uh, to play. So it's actually it's at a buddy of mine's house, and just like you're talking about. So uh, when I when I sold it to him, I was like, all right. He bought my blue Donkey Kong and my Millipede, and I was like, All right, "I get first first right of refusal if you sell these things." So, you know, yeah. You thought thought about putting a Millipede uh, multi kit in the cabaret? No, the cabaret has it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've done the same thing with mine. No, yeah, and I sold him the, uh, the the Millipede that I had in it had the uh, had the multi in it as well. Yeah. Did uh did that Millipede survive his basement flood? Yeah, that's a sad story there. Uh, so oh. it, it did. Um, actually, all of his cabinets really kind of survived. Uh, a buddy of mine, so that, that I sold the games to, like, what, four months later, five months after I sold it to him, um, his basement flooded. Son of about, a About, uh, oh, I don't know, four inches or so of water in it. So he calls me, like, when it happened, and I, like, basically, he lives, like, maybe, like, a half a mile from me, like, ten blocks. And, um... <laughs> I, I raced my ass over there and helped him just slosh the games out of the fucking water and uh, in, into where it was dry, and uh, the whole thing was very sad. Uh, so it happened probably overnight, and he didn't tell me until the next morning when he discovered it, so they'd probably been underwater for, oh, uh, probably a good uh, 10, 12 hours, and, yeah, it was pretty bad. They 
the wood survived. It, it did swell just a little bit along the bottom edges. But uh, the two games that I sold him, the Donkey Kong and the Millipede, both of those fired right up. His uh, Asteroids Deluxe is not working right now. May or may not be related to the uh, the flood. And his Tempest, he was having problems with that before the flood. Yeah, so I'm sorry that that game went away and then got flooded out. The Donkey Kong actually survived perfectly great because uh, it was sitting up on um, little stands and then the, uh, the the base. The, right, there's like a two yeah. or three inch base on that, right? Yeah, so that kept it up off of, so that just the very, very bottom, it was a plywood cabinet too, it wasn't one of the particle board cabinets. So it survived perfectly well. Wow. Even the base, I was like, dude, if you need to replace the base, we can get a new base built for you, no problem. But uh, no, all that would turn out great, so... That's it. Cool. Sweet. Hey, I have a quick question before we move on. Um, I just uh, saw that you have a like a the red illuminated trackball for your centipede. I do. Yeah. Um, have you thought about putting a light behind the marquee? You know, I I, I have and I will at some point. Um, it's just a matter of uh, finding um, finding a, in, installing something in there that that makes sense and works for it, and then uh, wiring it in. So yeah, sure. It'll happen eventually. Yeah, I did. I did the old cheap Walmart special, way, uh, like with mine way back, and that worked out. But yeah, I had to like shave it down to to make it fit in there. But um, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, why didn't they put a light in there? Well, and I guess they did with Tempest, though, right? Because Tempest is lit. Yeah, is that the one? Yeah. yeah. I think it was cost savings. Right, because right. because you can tell that it was meant to be backlit because there's nothing behind it. Yeah, it's a glass illuminatable marquee, so there's no reason why they, they didn't. Yeah. I bought a cheap-ass little strip of uh, LEDs from China that's going in behind mine just to keep the temperatures down. Right, that's not a bad idea. And they're, nice. they're actually 12-volt, too, so I'm just going to pipe them right into the power supply. So now I'm, I'm going to eat dinner and uh, someone else can talk. Yeah, well, is, I, got a, I got a pizza, too. <laughs> is uh, Buffett, are you there? You're muted right now. What you want? He's eating some lasagna. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, Buffett, we're just introducing ourselves, and then tell us one game that you regret letting go of or selling if you ever have. Uh, Buffet on Kalov, the arcade buffet, uh, dot com, and no, because I don't sell or trade money. <laughs> That's been uh, kind of the ongoing theme. Yeah, I don't know. I've, I've traded a couple, but most of those were like duplicates. So of the games I had, so it wasn't a really big deal, um, and I've since gotten one of them back. So, <laughs> you know, nice. so yeah. it must be a, a space thing. You've got enough space to store whatever it is that you want to keep. No, I don't, but I conveniently find new places to put them. So <laughs> <laughs> that's the way it goes. Awesome. Uh, yeah. All right. Cool. Well, we'll keep going then. Uh, Chris, you want to go next? Is he there? See Bart? Or is he frozen? I wasn't sure what Chris you were talking to. There is only one in here right now. Oh, okay. See um, Bart? You can find me on uh, YouTube, Clove, and Twitter. And uh, this is my first game, so I've obviously never traded or sold one that I regret. There you go. Quick and to the point right there. Let's go uh, Dave from Buffalo. Um. <clears throat> Dave from Buffalo. I'm uh, MacD2001 on Clove, 
I have the uh, bowl of chicken wings and a beer is my avatar. Um, I also like Chris. Uh, two new. I have uh, about four games. Uh, well, five. There's a new pickup, which I almost was going to get rid of, so that might be a regrettable one, but I didn't get rid of it. We'll talk about it later. And uh, Dave from Buffalo on YouTube. New videos. That's it. Uh, Mark? Oh, uh, that's my first machine back here, so I don't have uh, anything that I've let, let go except for game systems, like home systems, and I regret giving away my all my old game systems. So, um, but yeah, no, I don't have anything. <laughs> anything to plug? Oh, uh, let's see. No, not yet. Pretty soon, though. <laughs> All right, cool. Hobby Lobby uh, signs look good back there. Oh, yeah, thanks, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, I am Orange Whip. Uh, the other thing I'm going to plug is uh, the Arcade Hangout for now. And um, I had two uh, machines that I've gotten rid of that I wish I didn't. One of them I have just recently got back, which is a four-slot Neo Geo, so I won't talk about that. The one that I did get rid of that I'm somewhat hesitant is I picked up... Um, I'm going to say about eight years ago, I picked up a Star Wars cockpit for 500 bucks. Uh, had no monitor in it, and I was going to keep it. Uh, and then uh, somebody was looking for one, and I mean, I got at the time it was 1,700 American for it, which Canadian was probably like 22, 23, 2400 dollars. Uh, so I mean, I was making close to two grand on it just because it, I mean, it didn't even have a monitor in it. Uh, and I kind of regret it because I love Star Wars, even though I know a lot of people don't like that game. But I now have two Star Wars uprights, and those two uprights, which one's going to be for sale, they take up less space than the cockpit did anyway, so um, I'm, I'm happy. I don't need the 25-inch monitor in the cockpit to, to make me happy. I just like playing the game, so uh, somewhat regretted at the time, but now I'm, I'm okay with it. Uh, all right, cool. So that was everybody's introductions. Uh, so now let's go back and do what we've normally been doing. We kind of tag tag each other, and we'll go around the room and see what we've all been doing for the last week, and actually, I guess, the last two weeks now, because last week we didn't actually talk about this. Last week we talked about our kind of the start of our collecting and our video game hobbies. Um, so let's just go around the room and see what everybody's been doing for the last two weeks. Um, some people might have something new. I don't know. I know some people do for sure. I myself actually picked up a game this last week, um, and then some people haven't. So uh, I'm just going to throw it off randomly to to one person. And they can talk about whatever the hell they want to talk about. And then they're going to toss it off to the next person. So I am interested in hearing Dave from Buffalo. What has happened with uh, your pickup here? And I don't know if you noticed, but I did cut out that huge chunk of the show last week for. Unless, I, you watch, I, unless you watch live, no one's gonna know what the hell we're talking about. But I, I chunked that whole sucker out of there. So I, uh, I actually, you're gonna... <laughs> no, no, I'm not gonna say anything. I, I did. Uh, it's uh, my father. He's fine, but he actually had a heart attack. Very minor. Like he didn't no pain, but we uh, and he had uh, two stents put in today. So I was in the hospital waiting while he was doing this, and I was watching the uh, arcade hangout while he's in the. Uh, getting the uh, angiogram. And I watched it, I'm like laughing because, wow, it was a nice cut out there. At least you got your priorities straight there, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I tried my best. I didn't want you to lose anything, man. No, no, it was good. It was good. And it was All right, so the pickup actually, uh, 
it was funny because my father went in Saturday night and I uh, was at the hospital all night. He's fine, but they had to monitor him. So I was up all night, got home about 5.30, told my wife. I'm like, he's fine, but uh, I got to go to bed. But I had a pickup. Uh, I placed one of those ads on uh, Craigslist. Anybody, you know, any broken games or anything you want to get rid of, I placed one. And I got a response. Uh -huh. The first, first ad I ever replaced, you know, anything. So I get a response. And uh, this, this was maybe on Friday. And somebody responds, would you be interested? They had a uh, road blasters that they said was uh, working, except uh, his, the kids pulled off the control panel, and then some of the wires got disconnected. So I, I don't think he actually had it locked down for some reason, because I don't know how they could do that. But uh, it's actually sitting right here outside with me, because I haven't moved it in the house yet, or in my shed. I'm not sure what I'm going to do with it. I actually have it listed on Buffalo Craigslist because I thought about getting rid of it. So if you want to see pictures of it, go to Buffalo Craigslist. I got a bunch of photos. Um, so I woke up and I called. All right, he had the Road Blasters and they had a, uh, what is that, the World Series Baseball, the one with the little, um, the two controls where you can control the pitch. Is that what it is? You guys know what I'm talking about, the baseball game? You got a little joystick on the side, right? Yeah, it's got one on the side, one, and it wasn't in the original cabinet. He said those were working. Uh, well, I didn't get a price. He had them both on, and the monitors were both on in the photo. And I offered, uh, yeah, there's the road blasters. I like how you can see Mike's reflection there, in the, or Dave's reflection, <laughs> rather. Dave, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it was in my driveway. It was, that was just, there's the odyssey. I picked it up. And wearing the same hat. Mm-hmm. So I, I offered up, and you can see it's painted. Um, Do you like any of the System 1 games at all? I love what's behind you. Is, is that oh. Bodini who just said that? Dude, yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll bet you, because most road blasters are conversions. Uh, well, I mean System 1 games in general, but um, most of them started out as a Marvel Madness. I Pull your mic down, Jimbo. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Good call. Um, like my like mine was uh, this was a road blasters before I converted it, and um, but I essentially deconverted it because you look up the serial numbers and stuff. Most of these were, um, you know, like Marvel Madness was the first System One game. I can't remember what the second one was, but if you look them up, most of them were like the first like couple games that Atari put out for for the System One. So almost every road blasters is a conversion. So this, when you open the door, it does have the road blasters. I don't know if they changed that. It's got the road blasters, uh, whatever the the paper, uh, and outside the uh, the PC. Like with the dip switches and stuff. Yeah, it's got the road blaster. The the thing to do is look look at the serial number and and look that up and see if you can find stuff that that correlates with that because that's how I figured out that mine was a uh, Marvel Madness originally. In the kit, didn't they give you a replacement? Plus, yeah. Well, and another thing you can do is look at the main board and see if it's got the Leda chip because that chip is specific to Marl, to Marl Madness because that uh, allows you to use a trackball. The later revisions, now, now, like, midway through, they still had, like, a lot of the main boards still had that chip on there, even though it might may have been a, originally an Indiana Jones. But the 
that chip is pretty much a signature of earlier System 1 cabinets. The later motherboard or mainboards didn't have that chip. So you'll see people on Club posting, hey, does anyone have the later chip or a, a mainboard that has that chip on it? Because that controls the trackball. That allows you to use a trackball. So you could look you could look there. Well you're talking over my head, Jim. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I um I am gonna move it here. Let's see. It's it's sitting over here. Let's see if I can. Get that Barbie Riggs light shining on that thing. Yeah, it's yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> Was that the same cabinet that that one isometric uh, Atari game, like Invasion of the Robots or something like that? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, not sure. You have to look it up. You don't know the name. The Party Monster one. <laughs> No, it's like isometric. Um, Robot monsters? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Player. Well, this is, this is going to go. This is too hard. Let me get back to what. Put it here. But the cabinet is beat. And that's why I put it on. I'm trying to decide do I. I bought it because I wanted the, uh, the possibility of the Marble Madness. Oh, let's get back to it before I get into the game. So. I emailed, uh, or I talked to him uh, two days before, and I said I'll give you a hundred bucks for both games. You know, and uh, like he, the picture he had, both of uh, both monitors were on, and uh, the baseball game was working. And then uh, the Road Blasters, you know, he came on. He had the, in the photo on Craigslist, he had, you know, it was on, but he said the controls are messed up. So I said hundred bucks, and then I get a. I uh, email. It says, uh, "Call me. Here's my phone number. You know, uh, let's talk." So I, the person I was dealing with is female online. It's the guy who actually owns the games, and he's like, uh, "Yeah, I sold the baseball game, and I didn't even know where to start with the price." And I'm just like, "I'll give you 75 bucks." And he's like, "Sure, that works." And I was like, "He said it so quick, but I didn't know it was kind of." It, close but it was a little bit of a drive and I just want to like I want to know where we where I'm at when I go there and when I got there I could have probably got it for less because he was a, he rented the house and the landlord landlord was taking back the attic where he had all these games in and uh, made moving out of an attic yeah well he brought it down from the attic and then we I had to go down two flights of stairs with him without without a uh, a hand truck because uh. he said bring it it's easier and I'm like holy Christ they're going to bring this thing down, so we get it down. I didn't have, I didn't plug it in there at all. Um, I'm like for 75 bucks, whatever. That's fine. I, I should have because then I could probably got it for 30 because he had to get it out of there. It didn't matter, but I was just like, yeah, it's fine. So it's it's obviously been painted, but on the one side I started, which I'm not going to do. The, the paint's like peeling off. It's just coming off like, you know, butter. It's easy. You know, there's there's two coats, but that's just a black vinyl underneath. I guess, and I, I plug it in, and there's an error. Um, I was talking to Zoltan, and he said probably maybe one of the chips unseated as we're getting down, this, pulling it down the stairs, but it, it does turn on, the fan comes on, and the, the screen's, you know, but there's a, a blank switch error. Is it a, is it a bank switch error? 
Oh, is that what that is? If that's the case, that's um, with my Road Blasters, it had the same error. Uh, no, was it Road Blasters or Marl Madness? Anyways, the same error. That is, um, that was a bad ROM. I went through and checked all the ROMs, and I had a bad ROM, so I just reburnt that, and, and that fixed it. Well, I did, the only thing that I think, because I don't see him taking photos to sell these games, and then, you know, because it was kind of like he needed them out. Like, I, I, I assumed he just took the photos, you know, before he, uh, that week when, when he responded. So I, 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 I think it was working before we went down all the stairs. Okay. Well, yeah, then uh, just try reseeding the, the daughter board. But one thing, the cabinet is, is beat. I'm trying to, uh, it says, it says bank, B-A-N-K, switch. Yep. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's what I had, and it was a bad, it was a bad ROM. But you could try, um, obviously, check voltages. But uh, it, for me, it was a bad ROM, and you, you might want to clean, need to clean all the pins. Yeah, I was just gonna say that clean the the um, the edge connectors and the 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 fingerboards or whatever on the daughter card. Yeah. What about the cabinet? Like it's beat. I, 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 this is a particle board cabinet. This is, you know, the only games I have. I have Centipede, Donkey Kong, Punch Out, Asteroids. They're all solid. This is the first. Is this particle board? Is that what this is, Jim? It's. I don't. I'm not sure if it is, uh, or not. Cause I, all I did with mine was I pulled off the old, uh, the old vinyl, and. There was, you know, everything was pretty smooth underneath because uh, they just sealed it. So I didn't have any gouges that I really needed to bondo. So I'm oh. not sure if it's if it's particle or not. I'm not uh, as wood savvy <laughs> as some people are, but um, it's a very being how heavy the cabinet is makes me almost think that it's plywood. Uh, Atari particle board, which is most Atari games are made out of particle board. It's heavy as fuck. Yeah, it, oh, they're really heavy. Well, the only reason I, I see because it's 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 messed up in the back. Like, is it I'm, like are there gouges? Like, uh, is it need like bondo work or? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's bad. In the bottom, actually, the leg leveler is like busted through. The bottom looks is plywood. It, to me, it seems it's plywood, but it's yeah. busted through. And I'm like looking at this thing. Do I just want to flip this or just take all the parts out and just sell the cabinet and just keep it because I do want a Marble Madness someday. Yeah, what kind of monitors in it? Uh, what, what what's supposed to mean? Is it the K? This uh, no, no. Most most uh, most of the System One games, I believe, had a Geo Seven actually in them. A lot of them did. Now mine had a forty six hundred in it, but I don't think that was original. And I ended up throwing a K seven thousand in it. Um, I've seen forty sixes, forty nines, and your Geos. There you go. In system ones that I've that looks like particle board to me. Sold. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, just um, particle board usually is always heavier than plywood because it's a denser wood product. Yeah. See, I'm I'm learning things too. Plywood is naturally <laughs> the inherent strength of the grain of the wood is where it derives a lot of its strength from, and particle board doesn't have that, so it's denser to get the same strength uh, in the same amount of space. And also, usually, like you said, Jim, if if it's been sealed. Quite often, that's also it's particle board. Because if you apply uh, vinyl or paint or whatever, you get um, like a 
you know, the tack stuff to put on the vinyl or whatever as well. Uh, it'll get moisture into the into the stuff and it'll just start pulling the grain out for that stuff. So they usually seal that stuff first. Gotcha. Well, would you guys keep keep this as a whole, or I mean, it, it needs a lot of bondo work in the button on the back, and there's a you know plus the the two coats of paint, which might will probably come off of both sides. But uh, and and the bottom, like I said, is totally like a leg lever shoved through. It's not even um, you, you know it's it's going to need a new bot a new base. Anything is repairable. It just depends on if you want to do it or not. Yeah, it's how big of a project you want to tackle. I don't know if I want this. I think I want the parts. <laughs> you know, I thought about taking all the stuff out just to save, but is, is that sacrilegious here that I'm going to destroy this thing? Depends on how high the roof is you drop it off of. <laughs> well, uh, you know, to answer your question, I... You know, for the boards alone and the monitor and stuff, and, and the price you got, I mean, I, there's a gazillion, uh, there's a there's a ton of System 1 cabinets out there. I don't think you're really going to commit that much crime. It's not like you're destroying some some classic, but, you know. But that said, I mean, over, over time, they do start going away. So, I mean, anytime you can save one, it's good, too. Right. It also depends. It might be... I don't know if you've done any stuff on cabinets before, Dave, or done much woodworking, but, I mean, if you haven't or whatever, it might be a good one to start with, and if it doesn't work out for you, okay. Yeah, I'm only into it for 75 bucks. Exactly. It's cheap, and, you know, maybe just spend some time on it and see what you can do, and if it, if you think you can fix it, then awesome. If you can't, then sell it and try to pick up another one. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's sitting right. The only reason it's sitting here, I have a shed in the backyard, and I was going to put it there. Because I'm like, let's just not bring this in my basement or my garage, which is a temporary during the summer. I have the garage. Then the winter, it's I park the car in there, being the climate I'm in. And I was just going to move in the shed, but I didn't, because uh, I got a ramp on the shed. There was no one around. I took it out of my car and put it back here myself. But, man, getting it down those stairs, this this, this thing was heavy. And I'm like, Jesus, God. All, all Atari games are heavy for the most part. Yeah, even the cabarets are fucking heavy. Yeah. Well, I had four guys help me. Uh, when I picked up my centipede, I willed it out, put it in the Odyssey, and I had four guys I work with meet me in my house, or three plus me, just to make it easier to get it out. And, and then I watch uh, uh, Greg from Arcade Impossible pick up a centipede, and it's like two of them. I'm like, boy, we're wimps. Yeah. <laughs> I called three extra guys. I, I load and unload all my games out of my truck myself. Okay. I just I've just come I've come up with a system that makes it work really easily and I know when I, when I put that punch out in my basement with those two monitors, that that is so heavy. My cousin and I were laughing. He's like, "Why are you buying these broken games and putting them in the basement?" Yeah, I've got I've got a punch out as well. You know, it's heavier than a punch out a freaking Coke machine. Uh, old, I, old 60s Coke machines? Holy crap, those things yeah, are heavy. I had a, uh, a Pepsi and a Dr. Pepper, and I bought them one for 75 and one for uh, 125 and they were in my basement for two years. They both were cold as hell. They both, the compressors worked, but I'm like, this is too much for me, and I ended up selling them for 300 both to one guy two years later. So there's been more heavy stuff moved in my basement and out. <laughs> I'm like, what am I doing? And now I'm collecting arcade games. 
It's, it's just, uh, you know, I gotta collect stamps or something. Wrong, <laughs> <laughs> wrong hobby to be in. <laughs> well, that, that's it. And the real glad I'm looking at it right now. My when I brought it home, my wife's like, "You actually bought that?" <laughs> it, it yeah, like but a, but seventy five bucks, dude, for, just for the board set alone. I know that's why I go, Julie. There's 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 money here, and I really want a Marvel Madness. So if worst case scenario, I got it, and I'll have extra parts later. Or the monitor, or the control stick, the yoke, or I mean, I paid more than hundred bucks just for a cabinet. Empty yeah, the cabinet, and the cabinet needs a lot of work. But like the coin doors aren't dented. I'm looking at them now; like they're perfect. Like as as piece of crap as this thing is, the coin doors don't have any major dents. There's not rust. You know, I mean, it looks decent. I mean, if you slap, if you had crappy coin doors, that's I mean, it's. I mean, just think how much, just think how much money would be in the wood and putting it all this... together. Otherwise. You know, re repro cabinets and stuff like that are there's so much money because it's wood's expensive and putting it all together takes time and sometimes it's easier just to fix something that's a kind of a piece of junk. Plus, Maybe you get satisfaction of the work that you did. Say yeah. it again. You get the satisfaction of the work that you did. Oh, for sure, yeah. It was huge. Yeah, just like those red tents. <laughs> I like I like Crafty's punctuation on that one. <laughs> How, how's the uh, burn on the monitor, Dave? I know Road Blasters is notorious for burning. Yeah, you, you can you can see it. I mean, it's not crazy. Like I've seen worse. I mean, I mean, I, I haven't seen that much. Like when I saw the the Spy Hunter a few years ago, but I I didn't buy it. I regret. I mean, I could see it. It's crazy, but this doesn't look. I don't know, but it, like I said, the game uh, I haven't been able to. It's not turned on, but it's there's there's definitely burn in the monitor. You know, I can see it. Yeah, yeah, Road Blasters. Is and somebody actually that Craigslist. Had, yeah, it's Road Blasters burn. And I, when I put it on Craigslist for 150, just to see, maybe I'll just flip it. Some guys like, how much burn? And would you meet be willing to meet me an hour away, halfway? I'm like, hell no, no, not meeting you anywhere. You know, I'm not going to drop, put this thing in. I'm going to keep it. I'll throw it in the shed and take the boards out of it. And, and you look at your back door. I just looking at your photos here up on uh, Craigslist. Your back door off. I mean, that's that's particle board. Yeah. The, the reason, the only reason, I, because it's so different than the the plywood ones I have. That's why I didn't. When I first got the Donkey Kong, I thought it was. I didn't know what I was looking at. I'm thinking this is a particle board cabinet. And I remember John saying, oh, "I'll try and get the, uh, you know, the plywood ones." And then when I posted it on Clove, everyone's like, "No, that's that's plywood." I'm like, "I don't know anything about anything." And then yeah, there's both. Yeah, but the plywood ones are really light. Yeah, they are. yeah. It was, it, the, the Donkey Kong's light as hell, but way lighter than this, for sure. But, uh, nice. Anything, anything else the last two weeks? Um. No, not really. I really liked your uh, conversations last week, which I missed, which I got about how you got into the games and everything, and thinking uh, myself, I got a ColecoVision when it was my first system, and I really wanted the 2600. <laughs> I, the reason that is because it was, I think, 83, 84. I think 84 is when ColecoVision came out, but everyone on my street had a 2600. 
And what do you want to do is change cartridges, borrow cartridges from friends. And we only, we had Donkey Kong, Smurf, and maybe, I don't know, maybe Venture. I don't know what was the first three we had. But there was a million cartridges. I had a street with like 10 different kids who all had 2,600, and they had tons of cartridges. So it was almost like a letdown. We got a ColecoVision because it was the new latest and greatest, my, and then I was almost disappointed. So and all I, your friends with the 2600s wanted your, wanted your ColecoVision. Yeah, but, but <laughs> I can make the Atari Expansion modules, and that's what we, we got. We begged my father for it as soon as it came out, just so we could borrow cartridges from other people, because nobody had a ColecoVision. But uh, that's it. Thanks, guys. Cool. You want to pass it along to somebody else? Uh, yeah. How about, how about Adam? Me. You had to pick me, huh? The guy who doesn't have time to play in this game room. <laughs> um, what did I do? I don't know if I did anything arcade-related. Uh, about past board week. repairs or anything. Well, okay, so I did, I did work on a punch-out, got that going for a guy. Um, tried resurrecting an NES card, a very rare NES card. I think it was Zombie Nation or something. Um, that was a no-go. Turns out there's a problem with the, um, the little circuit board, the PCB inside the card itself. So we're going to try to dig up a compatible one and, and burn some ROMs and get that going. Um, what else arcade-related? Nothing really too much arcade-related. I did promise that I would give you guys a quick tour of the game room. I don't know if you guys are interested in that at all. Oh, yeah. yeah, sure. Alright, so I'm in the basement right now and the game room is all the way to the other end of the house. So, let me see if I can move this over there and still and not lose you guys. So, in the meantime, why don't I move on to somebody and then I will chime back in when I'm in the game room. So, let's go to Mark. Oh, cool. Um, okay, uh, I didn't get to talk last week about uh, home game systems because I had a shit ton of them. Um, I started with uh, uh, Intellivision, like some of you guys, and since I talked about where my, my parents didn't want me to go into arcades, well, the deal was they let me get any new cartridge that come out, they would get it for me, you know, being a spoiled only child. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so it was cool being able to get just about any game that came out. I ended up having almost the entire library of Intellivision games. Uh, I had all the Intellivoice games. I don't know if you guys have ever played those. Um, like I B have them all. Yeah, B-17 Bomber or Bomb Squad or Tron Solar Sailor, uh, all those. All those. Um, so that was pretty cool. Um, I had a friend that had ColecoVision, so I'd go over there and play yeah. all the games. And I don't know if you've ever played Frenzy on the ColecoVision, but uh, it's really close to the arcade. Um, very, really awesome rendition of Frenzy. It's a sequel to Berserk, if you didn't know. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that, I don't know, I just wanted to share Sort of some of my, my home console stuff. I started with a Pong that came from Radio Shack. My grandpa bought it for me. And uh, then a television. And then but after that, I got a Genesis. Got a bunch of games for that. NES. Um, Super Nintendo. 3DO. Yeah, I purchased all those, though. 
You, you talked uh, about earlier that you got rid of your consoles. Did you get rid of all of them? Uh, yeah, yeah, just about, and that's one of my big regrets because there's some rare games that I have that I look back on and go, oh, I had that one. I wish I kept it. You know, like Musha from for Genesis. That was a cool one. And I don't know. I have regrets on that stuff. You know, because yeah, I, back in I the had day, all those too, and I, I kept the Intellivision was the only one I kept. Yeah, I do have the Intellivision console with a handful of games. I don't know what happened to the rest. They got lost somewhere in a move or something. But um, what was I going to say? Oh, back in the day, EB, EB Games used to do a thing where you can turn in your old game system, and they give you a credit for the newest game system. So I remember unloading my Genesis with all my games just to get a PlayStation. You know, So that was, that was a happy, sad day for me. But anyway, um, on a different note, as far as our uh, arcade stuff, I don't know if you guys can probably see it. Well, I'll just tell you. Uh, I hooked up a subwoofer to my uh, Spider-Man. I had a friend help me hook it up and uh, show me the right word. What great place to plug it in, but it really booms now. I mean, it's got killer sound. Um, not that it didn't already, but now that you have a subwoofer in there, it really shakes with the, uh, the bass and everything, so... That was pretty awesome. Got that free. My parents uh, are unloading a bunch of stuff, and they're like, "Hey, do you want this? Do you want that?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it." So, got a few subwoofer and put it in, and boom. Is is that a pro? Like, did did it normally come with an LE, and then there's a spot for it, and you just put it in there? Or? Oh no, it just sits. It sits the big box. It just sits underneath the pinball uh, table. Uh, oh, okay. Do this just to amp up their sound, you know, with I mean, it already sounded great, but it just really gives it the big, big booms out of it, you know. So, but uh, yeah, it worked out pretty good. Is it self amplified? Did it, in, like, the amps built into the sub? Uh, I, Does the sub plug into power? <laughs> it, it's it, the sub is its own power. Okay, so it's it's amplified then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So yeah. So it came out pretty awesome, and then I moved my signs over there to, to line up, so they look a little cooler, I guess, and that's about it for me. Nice. Yeah. So let's see, who hasn't gone yet, or is... Uh, Doesn't look like Adam's ready yet. Uh, and uh, I think most, a lot of us still haven't gone. How about, okay, how about uh, 34K? How's, uh, how's Wacko going? <laughs> uh, well, it's fine. I actually, I've got some work to get done on it, so I, have, I still haven't repaired the, I still haven't rebuilt the trackball. I got to shoot a video for it, and I still haven't. Um, I've got to get new interconnect cables. I think that's probably, well, that's one of the first things that just needs to get done anyway with MCR games. So the interconnects are, are still the original ones. So that that could very well be the the sound problems that I'm having right now. Uh, yeah, so Wacko, not much besides just kind of getting it into the corner and letting it and uh, letting it sit. But uh, this last week, uh, well, two weeks, uh, I've got I finished editing all but the very very last video for the Big Blue restoration. So I published a video today, which I know Steve you uh, you, you commented on. Yeah, I, I watched it as well. Yeah. Uh, Kind of not a, not a terribly exciting one, but you know I'm trying this like the smaller formats. I'm trying to like just little bit pieces of the restoration and put those out in the videos more 
more frequently and a little bit more bite size. So well, that that shit's nerve wracking to do too. It is, yeah. Well, and, and like that, all that stuff, you know, the, the 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 build up to that whole thing to the show, that was like kind of a big deal. So it's like I I had already committed to bring the game, so I had to get that thing done for that show. So almost all those videos are shot over three days, uh, just like the last three days before the show, literally the night before the show that I had to like get the games like packed into the van and, and gone. I was doing that last video to, to do the assembly on it. Um, so, yeah, so I've worked on uh, editing all the videos. Like I said, it's got the one last one that I'll need to publish. I think I think I have nine in total, and I think I just pushed uh, episode five today. So I've got four more episodes of that that series. Um, then, oh, well, then the other big one, of course, is I'm working on the artwork, kicked off the, uh, the artwork design stuff for Crankfest. Nice. And, uh, yeah, so got a pretty good direction, pretty solid direction on T-shirt design. Uh, once I get that signed off on from El Janarino, um, then I'll, I'll dive into the other, you know, the, the rest of the materials that we need, so the badges and all the rest of that stuff once the design is it's kind of set in stone. Cool. Cool. But that's yeah. So that's it. It's uh, it's gonna be probably a lot of that for the next few weeks because I've got to get T-shirts done and over to Steve by the fifteenth. So, is Steve uh, Steve giving out the T-shirts again like last year, or is it different? I don't know. We haven't really talked about how we're gonna do all that stuff yet. Right. Too many people. Yeah, that's that's definitely gonna be part of it. Was we just don't know. Yeah, it's gonna be a big crowd this year, I think, and. Is there a registration yet for drinkers? No, we haven't opened up registrations yet. So, I mean, uh, people can start registering if they want. We can go ahead and announce the registration here. I don't care about that. I can't show the design work that, uh, that I've been working on because even if the, the stuff that I had was final, I wouldn't want to... You know, John needs to, to do that shit. Yeah, uh, yeah. No. So we've, got a, we've got an Arcade Outsiders coming up on September 10th as well. So that's a Thursday, so just so you guys are aware. Um, and maybe we'll have something sorted out. Well, we'll have to have something pretty close to sorted out by then. So, uh, but yeah, re- pre-registration. So yeah, you can send emails to me at uh, 34k at johnsarcade.com. So you'll need to send me your first name, last name, Plov name, or John's Arcade, or you know whatever your internet handle is that you want to use for your badge, your hometown, and uh, especially if you're not on. Uh, Club, your avatar, whatever you use for, for your, your avatar on the forums. So send all that stuff to me, including anyone else who's going to come with you. So if you've got buddies coming with you, make sure you send all their information as well. And yeah, email me and I'll start the, uh, the registration list. Cool. It was 34K at John's Arcade, is that what it was? 34K at johnsarcade.com, yeah. Awesome. And and the pre-regs registrations really really help. So if you if you pre-register with me, you'll have a badge waiting there. If you don't pre-reg with me, uh, you're gonna get a badge, but because uh, we have to have the number that's on the badge uh, for the arcade tournament for arcade. Um, so you'll get a badge at the show, but it's gonna be like what we did at Brofest probably, where we have to sharpie your name in, and it's not gonna be as nearly as nice of a badge. And Adam, I swear to God, I'll get your name spelled right this this time. <laughs> Or are you coming, Adam? I didn't even ask. I think I think Adam's on remote. He's yeah. he's in his garage. I think. Or no, I can't. I can't make the trip this time around. 
That's hey, just Warren, um, I saw that post you put on uh, uh, Club about Joe canceling, and then you was thinking that like, maybe you should cancel. And, <laughs> like, what the hell is that about? <laughs> that was just about him canceling Profess, that's all. Yeah. Giving, yeah. Him, giving him a little bit of a ribbing. <laughs> yeah. It seems like it's going to be a pretty good turnout, though. Yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah. hopefully the scene doesn't get blown. Hopefully it's bigger and better, not bigger and just... And crazy, yeah. 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 I wonder what the capacity is for that building. Oh, yeah, that's a good question. I, I remember looking at the sign, too, when, when we were there, but I don't remember what it said. When Steve was talking about closing it down for all other people, like making it a private party as well, I don't know if he's going to do that or not. Well, but he was also saying that, that he also pisses off all of his locals when he does that. Yeah, so they drive far to go. Tell him to join the tournament. <laughs> Doesn't cost anything. Do you remember how crowded it was on that Saturday, though? That Saturday yeah. night. Well, there's a day. there's like kids' birthday parties and stuff. Yeah, and kids out on dates and yeah, people in Halloween costumes. Yeah, people, kids in costumes. Like, wasn't there like a grad or something like that? There was a bunch of people. I don't know, there was a dance that night at a dance maybe. Yeah, homecoming would be that time of year. It was homecoming, yeah. 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 We don't have homecoming in Canada, so. So yeah, that's all I got. So got good artwork going. Hopefully you guys are gonna like the design. It's definitely um, yeah, fun doing. So Adam, if uh, you're ready, Adam, yeah, we'll pass it back to you. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Let me see if I can get this. It's not back yet. How's that? Can you see that? Yeah. There we go. Nice. Cool. All right. So, oh, I lost I lost my getaway pin too. I forgot to mention that. <laughs> there we go. Whoa. Nice. So yeah, so this is uh, this is pretty much it in a nutshell. Um, so I'm on the second floor of my garage, um, and it's like a 24 by 24 room. But I'll I'll kind of spin it around. But um, I get all my games actually to the second. Are you guys floor hearing it? Set of double doors. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. I'm not. Um, I can pan back to see it. So this is like there's just a set of double doors here. Right. My uh, my brother-in-law owns an excavation company, so he comes in with a backhoe and he has a set of forks that he can lock into, and he just brings the games up. <laughs> so it allows me to have massive games like <laughs> like this beast, for example. Nice. This is a six-player X-Men that John and I uh, picked up. I think in New Hampshire. I think I paid a hundred bucks for this. Hundred fifty bucks. Wow. Something okay. like that. Um, let me do one thing real quick because I'm getting disoriented. Let me let me change this so I'm actually looking at what you guys are looking at. Hold on one second. Let me play around with the buttons here. There we go. That's better. So that's my six-player X-Men. Um, then we got Mark Spates Tempest. What's nice about Mark is that he's a single guy with a lot of excess cash, <laughs> and he's always scouring Craigslist looking for games and whatnot, and, uh, but he has no place to put them. And so him and I are good friends, and so he ends up purchasing games that are kind of local to me. Rather than bring them back to his place, he just drops them off here. <laughs> and so this is uh, one of his many Tempests that he owns. Um, that's an Asteroids Deluxe that I picked up when I started collecting in Vermont. Uh, it's a DK that I picked up locally for like 200 bucks or so. Most of these games I actually got in Vermont when I started collecting. Mr. Do, Heavy Barrel, Operation Wolf, Asteroids... Uh, that's just like a little motif that I did. 
with those little cutouts and whatnot. Uh, a mega race that I'm s- still waiting to get working. Um, this is nice. It's like a commercial air hockey table Sweet. that I got at an amusement park in Connecticut for, I think... Uh-oh. You stepped out of Wi-Fi range. I like the console TV. Yeah, I know. I just looked at that, too. Looks like we lost him for a bit there. I couldn't see any of it or hear him. Oh, weird. Yeah. yeah that's weird. I, I can see in here. Yeah, me too. I just showed his icon on my screen. Huh. The bummer, I want to see it. Yeah, I can see everything until it froze. Just yeah, me too. And hear everything, yeah. Yeah. Oh, hopefully you can hear us here and uh, kick back in. Did any other you guys ever think about getting an air hockey table? Not me, but I'm not into air hockey as much as like. I have room. I would. Yeah, I don't have room. They those suckers. They were. They couldn't even give them away at the last few auctions I went to. Like they just. They were paying people to take them. Yeah, they're cheap. They're like fifty to seventy-five dollars here. Yeah. For those. And I really want a ping pong table. Is what I want. Oh. Uh, yeah, the sit-down racing games like uh, Arctic Thunder and all those types. Those all go for like. Seventy-five to about one hundred fifty bucks, real cheap. Yeah, we we lost Adam completely there. They're just they're just such a space sucker. Nobody wants them. Yeah. You know? They're they're usually pretty cheap around here as well. Like uh, I was looking at uh, the latest uh, captain's auction, the one that I sent you the link on, uh, yep. Warren. Um, they had a T mech, you know. Yeah. It's the 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 dual uh tank. Yeah, I was just, I was just and that, that went for 150 bucks. So I was like, oh gosh, that'd be so it's a cool. steal. I think a team app would be an awesome game to have. It's it a good a versus great. game. Yeah, I had, so, I got mine for 300. Someone um, got lucky on that one. Nice. Well, uh, Andrew, do you want to pass it along to somebody else while we're waiting for Adam to maybe come back? Sure thing. Uh, well, you haven't gone, Brad. Uh, nope, I have not. Um, so yeah, this this past week, actually, it's been crazy. Um, one of the reasons why last week's episode it didn't come out till yesterday or today. I can't remember when I even put it up. First thing um, this morning. First thing this morning. We had, I think they're calling it like the biggest windstorm we've ever had here in Vancouver. Uh, there was 440,000 houses uh, not people, houses, without power for two days, and some of them are now going on their fourth day without power. Yeah. Um, so I, I was, and, and we're talking everything. So like even my, my cell phone, like I had no data or anything because they were down as well. Um, even like two days afterwards, like eat, we lost all our food and our fridge and freezers and stuff. And then you're trying to go eat something, like you want to go to McDonald's or just somewhere to get something to eat, and they're all closed because all the food's been spoiled over the weekend. And, of course, nobody's shipping anything you know, on Sundays and stuff like that. So it's been crazy around here for the last three or four days. Um, so that's why it took me so long to get the episode. I was actually ready to get it out sooner than that, but uh, it didn't allow me. And then, of course, you boot your computer up for the first time in a while, and it's got to do a 1,000 updates and everything else. Um, but I, I managed to literally... 15 minutes before 
the wind and the rainstorm came, and this is also a rainstorm too, a massive amount of rain. Um, I had just pulled a cabinet into my house that I picked up from about 45 minutes away from here. Um, so I just made it. I, I didn't even tarp it. I was like, I can see the sky coming in. I'm like, I'm just going to haul ass. I'm going to go pick this thing up. not going to talk to the guy very long. Throw it in my truck, get my ass home, and get it out of my truck. And I wow. literally made it by 15 minutes. Uh, 15 minutes later, it just was a downpour. It was crazy. Um, and so I picked up a fairly rare, I believe, uh, two-player upright um, off-road. Cool. Yeah, so... I know one other person who's got the two-player one, and I remember him saying it was really rare. And when I told him I was picking this thing up, um, he told me that, well, if I didn't want it, uh, that he already knew somebody else that was looking for one for, like, the last two or three years. Uh, so I figured, well, what the hell? I'm going to pick this thing up. So it was uh, 250 Canadian, which I before the show started, I figured I'd do the American um, conversion for you. It was about 185. Um, and it's... Monitor's working. The game comes up to just um, there's no game. It just comes up to um, like a ha uh, hashes grid kind of on a screen, um, but it's consistent every single time. Um, so I, I'm thinking maybe it was outside in the guy's garage. And I'm thinking it's just kind of got a little bit of corroded. Um, but again, my power just came on not long ago, so I haven't had a chance to go in and actually pull pull chips out and reseat them and clean them and stuff. So I'm thinking that's what it's going to be. Uh, and the good thing is is that um, I, I don't think this was recorded one of these shows, but um, one of our previous episodes that we, we got together here, I talked about all these um, board sets that some guy had given me um, for trading him a, a centipede bezel, I think it was. And um, in that was an actual off-road track pack as well, which I think go for 350 to 450. Um, so I, I'm going to throw that in there as well. I don't think it had one in there to begin with, but I didn't check. The guy didn't have keys or anything. I just grabbed the game and, and hauled ass home. So I'll have uh, the track pack to go into that as well. So that should be pretty cool. I've heard a rumor, and I don't want to scare you because I don't know if this is true or not, but because I've heard both ways, but I've heard that those boards do suicide. Yeah, they, there's um, I, I know there's um a proprietary chip on them like there is for a lot of other games, and when those when that chip goes, there's no other games that have that chip apparently. Right. Um, but from what I've kind of heard is that if you've got the chip in the track pack, it kind of overtakes the one that's on the board or something like that. So there's uh, the, basically I'll have two chips. Hopefully, one of the two is working. Right. Yeah. Um, and if not. I mean, I don't think the original boards sets are all that expensive. I think I found them online for like a hundred, hundred bucks kind of thing. So uh, we'll see. It, the the rare thing about it is it's the two player upright, not the three player. So it's actually fairly small, um, almost almost cabaretish because the top the, the the monitor's really deep inside it, and the top of it is only probably about eight inches deep. Because the mod, it kind of comes up, and I was trying to see if I could fi actually find a picture. I mean, if I'll, I'll do a quick picture here, search, and see if I can find it. But um, it's actually a, kind of a nice size for a, a racing game. It's actually quite small. Is it? Um, is there any difference between that one and the Iron Man off-road? It's the same game. Yeah. It's that game, right? Yeah. It's just it's just a two-player cab rather than the three-player cab. Okay. So yeah. So here it is, right here. Let me. Uh, 
Yeah, uh, Ivan Stewart's Iron Man Off Road. That's just the full name of it. Everyone just called it Off Road. Okay. Uh, actually, one of, the, one of the operators near me has uh, had one of the two players for sale. Be able to see a game have an arcade room. Yeah, I mean, I, they're not you know totally uncommon, but they're they're definitely a lot rarer than the. Uh, and the three-player one is the most common one. But the nice thing is it's just the width of a regular you know, arcade game, you know, sure. 24 inches. But yeah. that top part is literally like maybe 8 to 10 inches deep at the top there. That almost uh, looks like a big blue cabinet. <laughs> very similar. <laughs> yeah. Actually, the funny thing is, is I actually never looked to see if it had the track pack on the marquee. I should actually go check that. So what was the damage on this? Uh, 250 Canadian, which works out to about 185 American. Wow, that's really good. The a three-player one went for six hundred at that auction. The same one. Yeah. yeah no, it was it was a good deal. Yeah. The guy basically it was the only game he had it in his garage, and he was restoring a car, and he just kind of wanted it out of his garage. He needed more room, and he didn't have the time to to try to pull chips and fix it himself. He just wanted it gone because he wanted to hit a Carmen Ghia he was restoring. But for Andrew, right there, Carmen Ghia. Oh, yeah. No, I used to, uh, if I had a, a girlfriend who had one, I used to grab one all the time. Yeah, my wife wanted a Carmen Gear for, for the longest time. We were looking at them. So I saw it. I was like, whoa. Yeah, it was in re really good shape. Not a, No rust or anything. He just redid all the paint on it. Nice. He actually drove, uh, drove that Carmen Gear to Burning Man one year. <laughs> nice. Uh, and the only other thing... Um, and he actually might even be watching, I'm not sure. Um, another gentleman that's part of my BC Arcade Collectors Club, um, I don't know, we were just chatting one day, and he told me he was starting to really get into Neo Geo, so I pointed him to a, a, a Craigslist ad that showed up, and it was a Rampage and a Neo Geo for $550, um, but it came with a box of 15 to 20 Neo Geo carts. Oh, nice. So, I mean, the Neo Geo carts alone were five, you know, worth that kind of money, so he, he got it uh, right away. And uh, kind of jokingly, I was like, "Oh, you know, I'll, you can send me a couple carts, you know, for the, you know, for the heads up on the game." And so he's—he actually is. He's saved me three games apparently. Nice. Windjammers. Um, no, I might already have Windjammers. I've got a bunch. I used to have Windjammers on my old one that I mentioned that I used to have that I sold and I got a Neo Geo back again. I did have Windjammers back then. Um, I got all my originally. One of the reasons why I didn't want to, why I was upset about selling it, because I mean we're in Vancouver, so there's a lot of um, Asians here, and there was a guy I went to his house. He had a, uh, an ad on on eBay with these games for sale, and I basically just I just messaged him on eBay and say, hey, can I just come and pick them up from you instead of you know you shipping them to me because we're really like you know 30 minutes away from each other. And he's like, sure, come to my house. So I went to his house, and it was literally two or three rooms of his house, floor to ceiling, all four walls were nothing but Neo Geo carts. Oh, wow. And and oh, they started at $10 a piece, and every single one I bought, they basically came down a dollar. So I ended up buying, I don't know, 15, 20 carts, and it ended up being like $5 a piece or something like that. And Jeez. I got every metal slug, I had wind jammers, I had the bowling, I had the horse racing, I had like all of them. And I sold it with the cabinet that I had sold back in the day. And now I'm seeing how much these things are going for today, and it's like, holy crap, I could have made a ton of money. Wow. Certain carts are worth a couple hundred, so... Yeah, I got one of the ones, some guy out of the blue just sent me a, a box and had three Neo Geo carts in it, and one of them ends up being pretty rare as well. That's like a $100 card or something like that. Um, 
But, uh, yeah, no, so this is cool. It's, he's going to give me a few carts, and he's still got a whole bunch of other carts. Um, some of them are bootlegs and stuff, and he kind of, he's not into bootlegs, so he, for the general, he kind of rips the chips out of them and doesn't really sell them as working uh, boards because he's not into that. He likes things to be original, so. So, yeah, I think he's giving me a Puzzle Bobble, um, let me say, Puzzle Bobble, um, Metal Slug 2, and another game, I can't remember what it is. Another another fighting game, I believe. Uh, at least I think he's giving them to me. Either or not, he's going to give them to me for a cheap price. Uh, see, actually, I'm just looking through my uh, hangout that I had with him. I, I don't know where it is. Uh, he had a and he has a, like I said, he got like 15 or 20. So there's there's more of them there that. He said I could have uh, for a decent price if I wanted to. And he has a Rampage for sale, so anybody's looking for a Rampage. Because he doesn't want to keep that. But, uh, yeah, that's about all that happened in my world because half of it was uh, no power. Uh, And for a city city of, you know, millions of people, and there's actually now talking about lawsuits about suing the... uh, the power, because we're government-run, the power here, so they're, they're talking about suing them because um, so many people lost, you know, hundreds if not thousands of dollars worth of food. And They did a really good job bringing it back up because it was a crazy windstorm. The problem is, is they were not very good, um, you know, for the communication. Their website was down the whole time. They weren't really on social media. Uh, I think all they were doing was, like, Twitter. They weren't on, like, Facebook or anything else. Uh, you couldn't call in. Their phone numbers were always busy. It got to the point where people were, people started dying. Um, literally, I know someone and in their apartment building, someone had died, and they basically said because they couldn't get a hold of 911 because so many people were trying to call 911 because of all the down power lines that were everywhere that they couldn't get through for medical emergencies. So it ended up being a big cluster, you know, this whole kind of weekend. So it's been crazy. But, yeah, off-road two-player. I'm kind of excited about that one. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, so it uh, looks like Adam is back in his, in his laboratory again. So I don't know, Adam, you notice that we didn't actually see everything? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I have, cool. a, I have a router just for the game because, like I said, it's in the opposite end of the house, and uh, it's, it's on its way out. I, I knew it, too, so I knew this was a risk, and we'll just have to wait until I get a new router. Yeah, we saw, we saw half the room, half next time it, we'll yeah. see the other half. I really love that little console corner. I think you guys got a glimpse of that, right? Yeah, the old uh, console. Yeah, yeah I found a, a console TV that somebody was getting rid of. I mean, I mean you always find them, like, on the street corners and whatnot. But uh, I have a, a PC hooked up to it, you know, that I run emulation for, like, NES, Super NES, and all that kind of stuff. So there's a set of controllers um, for each system kind of set aside over there. So um, if you don't want to play arcade games, you can hang out in the corner and, and play some console games. Cool. Yeah, well, I look forward to seeing the rest of it. Uh, all right, so who... Uh, Aaron, have you gone yet? Aaron's muted right now. I got to do it now. Okay. Oh, Buffett, you got some updates. Sorry, we'll, Buffett's got to leave early, Aaron. So yeah, we'll go. Back. With, yeah, okay, we'll go with Buffett then. Yeah, not much on Arcade. I did a couple repairs and bought some parts. Other than that, not a whole lot. But um, just if anybody wants to get in on, hopefully you air this episode before it happens. But Magfest Classic is coming up on the ninth 
of this month, 9th, 10th, and 11th. Oh, yeah, it'll be up before then. That's, a, that's more than a week away. Yeah, so, yeah, if anybody wants to come to MAGFest Classic, uh, magfest.org, M-A-G-F-E-S-T dot O-R-G, and that'll give you all the information you need. There's only 2,000 tickets available. I don't know how many have sold, so you got to get in if you want to come because no, no, none are going to be sold at the door because that's all they can hold in the hotel. So, but I'll be there with my games and running tournaments and other things. So, come have a fun time. How many games do you bring in? Uh, I'll have somewhere between 30 and 40. There. That's a lot of work. It is. And the, the, the room we can put them in is not that big, so you can kind of max it out at about 80. But that's, I mean, that's, that is cheek-cheek, you know, games right next to each other, no room between them, nothing. So 30 to 40 is a good mix for, so for the room. So you're bringing like half the games? Yeah, something like that. Nice. Yeah, so th- there'll be some others from some other collectors there too, but you know, I'll have I'll have a good selection of stuff there. Of course, we'll have a crane tournament. That's always popular. So skill crane. So I got I got one of them, which is really fun. Nice. The big jumbo merchant. Yeah, I need to find some info on the PCB. Um, I don't know how to change the dip switch, the the coin settings for you know pricing. I don't know which knobs do what except for the volume knob. You know, as far as claw movement if there's a speed controller on it. Well, there's and no monitor in those things, so, I mean, what can you yeah. do? <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of lost. can't see nothing. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I know one of the pots does the sensitivity, but, you know, I don't know which one it is, and one of them does, I think, movement, but I don't know which one it is. <laughs> Hold on a second. That a boy, Adam. <laughs> What's up, ladies? <laughs> Look you're you're this guy. <laughs> you're always figuring out new things. Uh, <laughs> He's yeah. hacking y'all Google gonna... Hangouts. That's it. <laughs> uh, y'all can laugh at Adam here in a minute. But, uh, but yeah, I'm sorry, so... Buffett. I don't mean to steal your thunder. That's <laughs> all right. Or 34K's <laughs> thunder. That's, that's it. Put out a punch out repair and apology. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. So, but yeah, that's about all I got as far as anything going on. You know, been real busy I, with the job. I so. just read a story like yesterday or today. It was around Facebook or something where they're they'd finally, and not that everybody didn't know this, but they finally someone had done a study and uh, actually came out with a paper saying that uh, the cranes were actually rigged. Uh, some are and some aren't. Uh, they, there are rigged cranes, they, they have a set payout rate that they will not pay out until that's met. Yeah, it's uh, like a slot machine, right? Yeah, pretty much. The one I have is not payout based. I can set it, if I knew how to, I can set the sensitivity on it. Apparently, the, that control the, the, like the strength of the actual claw itself. Or something yes. Like that. And it, it, it'll only hit it like so many, you know, after so many times and then if you, if you still like botch your your uh, your aim, you'll still get. It'll be a strong claw, but it won't grab it. And there goes your one chance, right? <laughs> well, no, not really. It, after it reaches payout, yeah. and the claw gets really, really strong, it will grab a prize. Okay. On most of them, they it will grab it. I mean, that's if what you this. Miss it, even though you, you, even though it's strong, but it'll stay at that strength until it yeah. wins. That's okay. what this article said. This article basically said that if you if you're at the point where it's supposed to pay out. And for some reason, it glitches and you can't get a prize out. 
it, the next person that's playing it, it's still on the prize mode, and yeah. it'll it'll almost to the point where it'll go and pick up a prize on its own to pay, <laughs> to, to pay that prize out. <laughs> like you basically, even if you're way off, it'll be able to grab something and pull it out. That's it. Yeah, like I said, it, yeah. but it all depends if you're close to anything. If you're not close to anything, it won't. Yeah. But otherwise, yes, it will grab it hard enough to yank it out of the, you know, from underneath whatever and yeah. take it to the brush. <laughs> I didn't but, know that. <laughs> yeah, and I like I said, that's why I like mine. It's not rigged. I go to MAGFest and other events with it, and people are like, yeah, it's rigged. And I'm like, no, it's not. And they're like, how do you know? And I say, because I own the machine. And they're like, prove it. And I'm like, all right, well, out of 10 tokens, I can get usually get eight prizes. Wow. So I don't know how to play my machine. So if that's rigged, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, is there dipset switch settings that you can change that maybe? Well, no. The dips do the pricing and the timer change, like how long you have till it drops the claw. So but it's I don't just have a particular make and model that does the cheating and some don't? Yes. Yes. They're, they're the newer ones are the There's ones. actually YouTube channels that I've just recently... I don't really watch them, but I came across them. Uh, was one or two of them where that's all these guys do. They go around to different uh, parks and stuff, and they do the crane games, and they've got like a million subscribers watching their YouTube channels. Yeah, I, I watched quite a few of those just yeah. just and learn things and just try to pick up, you know, new things. So, and I like watching it. It's kind of like porn for me. That's like a big scene in Japan, isn't it? Like, I have a book that talks about, like, how big that, that scene is in Japan where people just line up on all these crane machines. and, and Yeah, they're, they're, they're huge, like at MAGFest, because it's free to play. The last tournament we had at... Magfest Prime, which is the big one, which is coming up in February this this next year. Uh, I had over seventy people sign up for the tournament. Holy! So shit. yeah, it took like four and a half hours to get through everybody. That's get awesome. Down. I mean, we, yeah. like we have a lot of Asians here, and there's Asian arcades, and there's lots of claw machines, and there's usually people waiting at them. There's also like they're big on photo booths. There's there's a lot of games that they 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 play in that. You know, most traditional North American arcades never ever even looked at. Yeah, well, the claw machines are very popular in my area. That's what makes the most money. That's why you see them all over the place here. Hmm. They're in the malls. They're out in the main part of the mall. I mean, they find the plug in the middle of the hallway. You know, in the in the corridor, and there's a claw machine plugged into it. If there ain't a kiosk there, right? Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, in Potomac Mills, there is a crane machine. The equivalent in size, except for the tires, of the short bus that you would go to school in. That's how big it is. Yeah, I saw a video of, or I actually was up at um, a place where they had a crane machine, and the crane machine was literally like 16 feet tall. Yeah. Like you could sit like eight people inside the thing. Yeah, it's nuts. I'm lucky enough, I have one of the bigger ones, and it's... Pretty close to about five, maybe five and a half feet long, and maybe two and a half feet deep. So it's got a pretty big area. You know, you can get in there and fluff the prizes up. You know, to make it fun, you can put a bunch of different things in there. You got plenty of room to move the claw around. You know, you're not confined into a one and a half by one and a half inch square. You know, to try to get something out of. So. And then, of course, I could always change the claw if I wanted to, you know, for bigger or smaller prizes. But the one I have in there works great, and I have the right size prizes in it. So it makes it really fun and fair. 
because you can get you can get two and ones, you can get three and ones, and once in a great while we have people get four prizes in the same grab. So if it's rigged, I you know I can't figure it out. Do you chintz out on your prizes, or do you have good prizes in there? No, I don't give them away because um, uh, I don't have the money for it. It's they they we run the tournament, and between each player. The prizes they win, you know, they hold them up, you know, make a big thing so everybody feels happy, you know. And then I put them back in, then I fluff it again for the ne- for the next person. So it's always fluffed between everybody. I, I'm, not, I'm not sure about this fluffing of, of things. Yeah. <laughs> you put your arms in, and you grab them, and you pick up and fall away. So. so you're doing a lot of fluffing at MAGFest is what you're saying. Yes, yes, a lot of fluffing. Uh, <laughs> all right. It's for a couple of hours anyway. Oh. That, that makes the guests happy. I mean, you know. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, when we're not running the tournament, if I can get one of the helpers, you know, one of the volunteers, you know, that's there at the convention or the fest, um, I'll give them the bucket of tokens and let let them give them to people right then and there to play so that way the claw machine can be used, you know, not in the tournament. And people can just play for fun. And when the prize chute gets filled up, they just call me and I go over and, you know, recycle them back into the into the machine. Crap, the uh, fluffing at Greenfest. Yeah. More. <laughs> yeah nice. I, uh, I'm going to formally decline to do any fluffing at Greenfest. <laughs> I, I thought we were rooming together. <laughs> oh, Aaron, all those cougars. Yeah. Hey, uh, uh, so oh, go ahead. Put that on the yeah. It's the biggest tournament we have. It's is the crane, almost. Well, that's well, like a universal thing. Like everyone likes to play those. Yeah, the the next biggest one is either is either Windjammers or Magical Drop Three, and then a close either second or third um, is also MVC Two. That's oh, really yeah. Popular, really yeah. Popular. Yeah, Marvel vs. Capcom is a big game. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have anywhere between 25 and 40 people show up for that one. And, and then at night, as long as we get the sign on it long enough, have it up there long enough, um, we will fill up both teams for a full round of NBA Jam. And that usually takes about six hours. Oh, wow. Two on. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you have tournaments just on Windjammers alone? Yeah, just on Windjammers. Windjammers is one of the biggest. We, on average, have 30-plus players. Wow. On that one. That's a fun yeah. game, too. So. Oh, 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 it's great. I mean, there, there's so much excitement around that game at MAGFest. I mean, it's to, <laughs> sometimes we have it up on a big screen. But, I mean, we'll get the whole crowd. There'll be, you know, 30 contestants, and there'll be another 30 people watching. And yeah. everybody will start chanting, you know, jam, 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 and then everybody a good play and everybody go, oh, you know. And then you in, in the last couple of years, usually whoever the winner is, the crowd picks him up and carries him over to the tournament table to claim his prize. Oh, it, God. It, it's so funny. They, they just pick him up, you know, and just carry him just like you would crowd surf. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, that's that's oh, such a fun tournament. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of fun. I don't oh, think it's, it's a lot of fun. It absolutely is. I don't think Steve at Rinkers has even an OGO cabinet, does he? It's yeah. too, too new, huh? Yeah. Yeah, he has like a limit. Well, oh, sure. Yeah, but he's got. Doesn't he have a Simpsons or a Turtles? Yeah, he's got that back row with uh with some '90s stuff in it, so he could he could squeeze a Neo in there if he wanted to. 
That's one of the reasons why I got rid of my uh, Neo Geo to begin with. Is it was too too new for me. I I would take yeah. one. I, I only have I only have one because of MacBest because we do the tournaments on it. That's the only reason I have mine. Other than that, I wouldn't have one. So uh, going, well, going back, back in the day, that's the only reason why I bought a uh, 3DO was to play a good version of Samurai Showdown. You know, that game was just like shit back then. And, uh, and Super and Super Turbo. That was the so, first console that had Super Turbo. Yeah, that's, that's sweet. But uh, having a Windjammer tournament sounds like a blast. Oh, it's great. I mean, there's so there's good players, there's bad players, but everybody has a fun time. At yeah. It. You know, it, everybody's always it, it's just always fun to watch. A lot of cursing, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, not not really. I don't know. Everybody's a good sport on it. It they really are. You know, you'll get a really good player matched up against a really terrible player, and he'll kill him. But they'll shake hands and say good game. Uh, well, that's like any other fighting game tournament. Sounds like fun. Yeah, no, it's it, it's it's a lot of good camaraderie as far as the tournaments go in in the arcade, and and you know, there's not. I mean, there's some cursing because they're having fun, or they're you know everybody pulls off a good move and whatnot. But once in a while, but other than that. No, it's all they're always poking at each other. It's 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 just fun. I, I hate to bring it back to Grinkers, but uh, yeah, Street Fighter Two Turbo tournament uh, at Grinkers, that shit gets ugly. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta play that. That, was fun. that was fun though. <laughs> there was there were some elbows getting thrown. I'm not talking about in the game. Yes, is what it is, you know. <laughs> so but, nice, dude. That's gonna be so much fun. Pretty well fueled by dollar beers. Oh yeah. yeah. Hey, going back, going I back thought, to the. When we were playing, um, God damn uh, it, Warlords. That got ugly. I thought I lost like sixteen bucks. Oh yeah, the Warlord tournaments go crazy too. Yeah. But that was fun. Then the, the guy that kicked my ass is like, he owns one, so that's why he was so good at it. That was a uh, Drewster winning all the yeah games. Drewster. That's what it was. Yeah, I, I I turned him after I was losing so bad. I go, do you own one of these? He's all, yeah. I kick everyone's ass on it. Yeah, okay, I'm leaving. <laughs> another another favorite tournament for redemption that we have there is ice cold beer. We have an ice cold beer tournament every year. Oh, that's a cool one too. That's fun. Yeah, we have a pro bracket and an amateur bracket in that one because there's like. Three, there's between four and six guys that show up every year, and they just kill everybody at the game. So we have a pro tournament or a pro bracket. If you if you breach two thousand points, you're automatically entered into the pro bracket. That way, the other guys have a chance to win prize money. <laughs> hey, go back to that picture. Uh, Zoltan, Zoltan, and you. Yeah, but I don't think that actually ever happened. Yeah, it did. <laughs> Where was yeah, that, that was on our way to John's house. Oh, that's right, in the fucking, uh, that, like, gas station we stopped. Gas station and pizza place and... Andrew, how can you stand like eggs. that? Your, your <laughs> left foot is like <laughs> this. That was and like, oh, this stance, man. I was thinking that thing's going fucking work. Looks like your knees should break. You weren't actually playing, you were just uh, posing. Yeah, that's like you're faking it. You're a poser. I totally forgot that we did that. There, yeah, I have a lot of photos that I actually haven't. I should share them with you guys. I, I have a few of. I have that one uh, selfie of the, the the group of us in the car that I, I never posted. Nice. 
You can't believe a gas station has that many arcade games in it. That's why we just stopped and took the picture. I, I totally forgot about that. Crazy. That's why I was like, I, that's Photoshop. That's not real. I don't even... <laughs> what the hell am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to jet, so if you guys got any questions or anything... Uh, you know. No, no, hang, hang around, Buffett. I have a question. So, going back, going back to the crane machines... Uh, that poses an interesting question. Would any of you guys consider owning one if you don't already? Like, like for me, it's personally, like when, uh, like down the road, when we have a house and stuff, I I was thinking about getting one just for like our nieces and nephews and the kids. I, I think he's asking lot of me in the chat if I can hear him, and I can't. You can. I can't hear him speak. <laughs> it's weird. I'm having issues. All right. Like that, all right. So so I'll... I'll... I bought a, um, I have a chicken egg machine. Okay. So instead of a crane, you know what a chicken egg, where the, you put it? Yeah, actually, I, actually, I had the chicken egg machine, and I've sold it, then I actually got a uh, Flintstones one now. Oh, then it, it rotates inside? Yeah, and it has little prizes inside the eggs, yeah. Yeah, but that would do, here's a prize too, or something like that? Yeah, my, we went, uh, like, after Easter one year, they were clearing out, you know, Target or whatever, Walmart, and we got all the empty eggs, like, for next to nothing. We bought, like, a thousand of them just to have them stockpiled. And then, every once in a while, my wife finds, uh, in the birthday sections of dollar stores, you can get erasers and tattoos and stuff like that, and she'll just sit there for an evening and stuff them all into the eggs. That's how I got my wife's engagement ring. (laughs) (laughs) So, so that's what we're doing. Instead of having a crane machine, I, we have the egg machine. <laughs> but, but in reality, for for you know the average person, don't get a big one like I got unless you have the room. Just get you a nice big choice. They're not rigged. Okay, what's it yeah. called? The big big choice. They're called big choice. There's ones that are just up and across, but you can put a joystick in them. There's you just flip the dip switches. Okay. And then add the extra controls, and you can do use joystick or up and across. Um, but they're they're like I say for a, a a smaller game room they're really fun. I mean they, they generally they are everybody likes the claw machine kids love them. Yeah. So it's it is like I wish I had mine here so I could play it. So it, you can even buy I mean yeah, you you probably want a real one but you can even buy like a consumer tabletop ones that are like no bigger than John's popcorn machine that he has on his table. You you can get those. the The smallest one you want to go is they don't make them anymore, but the equivalent size to the little diamond. That that would be the smallest you would want to go because anything smaller than that, it's not really very fun. And even though that one's pretty fun, the drop is only like eight inches for the claw. That's that's all the further you can go down. It it'll go down because that's how small it is. Right. And it's only like a foot by a foot and a half at most or something as far as the play area. And it's the same size claw as you'd have in a jewelry crane. So you can imagine, you know, if you watch Matt 3576 a lot, that's he has a little diamond. And there's really not that much action to it. It's fun to watch, and it's probably fun to play for people that don't get to play it very often. But as far as the real experience, look around for a big, uh, a big choice. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah, and and the big choice, as far as I know, fits in a stand in in a non-standard. What is it? Two seven and a three zero door. Like, oh yeah. I think it'll fit in the smaller doors. I believe. Okay, sweet. Yeah. So you can get it actually get it in your house. I believe. 
Perfect. They call the crane machine or claw machine? Crane, well, both. The crane machines, claw machines, but yeah, it's big same, toys. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So they're running about six hundred bucks, four to six hundred bucks. You can find them anywhere between a hundred and six hundred. Yeah, this is uh, eBay. I'm talking. One. Yeah, eBay. They're roughly between five and six on average. Yeah. yeah. But I got both of mine for free, so. You know, yeah, I've seen these at auctions um, when we had auctions around here, and the same thing as like the air hockey tables we're talking about. You couldn't give them away to people. Yeah, here cranes at auctions go for big money because they're big money makers. Right. That, that's right. that's the way up here. But I mean, all you got to do is catch the operator. You know, that's got one in because it's broken for belts or it needs a new coil or something, and say, "Hey, man, what do you want for that?" You know, is, is the maintenance pretty easy then? Um, belts pretty, yeah, all that's pretty easy. They're all they're not all standard belts necessarily, but they're all still readily available. Um, there's a, one or two like I forget what company it is um, that I think services the Big Choice and the um, the Sugarloaf machines. I can't remember if it's one of those or it's another company that actually still fix and support their products even though they're 20 years old. They'll still fix their PCBs and stuff. So, gotcha. yeah, I forget which one it is, but they're they're still out there now. Some crane boards are expensive; they're five six hundred bucks for just the board. But okay, you know, so you got to be careful. Does it work or not? Is it the board works and the rest of it broke? Then that's good to get cheap. So you can. So you want you want more mechanical failures or you know maintenance than than like electronic. Yeah, and, and the power supply in mine is a regular switcher, just like you'd put in gotcha. Mortal Kombat. Or something. Yeah. yeah, it's nothing special about sure. it. It's just a regular switcher. So okay, I I just wish I could find some information on my particular one to know how to change the settings. That's the only thing I don't know about mine. It's set for fifty cents, and or fifty cents or two tokens, whichever, and I think fifteen seconds on the timer, which is not bad. Sure. So, and like I said, I know which one the volume is, the volume knob is. I know which, because I can follow the amplifier. Did you see the link that Seabart uh, posted for the the strong and low and and timer or bonus settings? That was pretty cool. He he posted a link to, uh, I don't know which version of a crane machine it was, but um, what was it Hot Stuff Toys or something like that? Um, but it was, it's pretty cool. I didn't know that you could set, like, settings for the timing when the the claw was the strongest and when it was the lightest. It's yeah. mainly, oops, sorry, it's mainly based on how heavy the prize is. Oh, so really? You know, okay. Yeah, so there, there the ideal... Some, go ahead. Yeah, 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 there are some claims, like he's saying, that you can actually set so when the claw goes down and it picks up a two-ounce prize, it knows it's a two-ounce prize. Is it ready to pay that out yet? Yes. If it's a five-ounce prize, is it ready to pay out a five-ounce prize? Yes or no. And you can set them for that payout, each individual like weight of oh. your prizes. Yeah, they're they're getting incre incredibly smart, and those are also the ones that are rigged. Huh. Yeah, so you want to stay away from those. The Like I say, the ones that you want to play are like some, most of the sugar loafs, the up and across. Um, like mine is called a jumbo merchant is what it is. What my my marquee is on mine? It's by DDV Electronics, and I can't find any information about that company. Jeez, 
Yeah, I, I don't know. But, um, yeah, you got to be careful with the new ones. You, if you want one that's fun and fair to play, you you got to find, like I say, the big choice okay. you know, up and across. Or, well, that's, that's good to know. Yeah. So, I mean, having the other ones is fun because you can kind of get an idea how they play and you can win on them even though the claw strength is not set. But you've got to learn to look for where the prizes are in relation to it, because a lot of them will pick it up and drop it, but they'll move it just a little bit. So if it's closer to the prize sheet, you can kind of work it over. Oh, okay. And yeah, all these techniques. Yeah. Yeah. So you just got to be. It's a hit or miss, and you just got to watch, watch people play them. You know, look at the names, go home, Google them, see what people say on it. You know, kind kind of thing. So it's it's a big, big world. On all the new ones, the old ones, they're pretty much the same. You either gotcha. get it or don't. If you're good enough, and if the prize is in the right position, of course, it, that has a lot to do with it. You know, and how the prizes are positioned. Gotcha. So, you know, but yeah, they're fun overall. I recommend them for if you've got a big enough game room, have one just for fun. So, I mean, I like playing mine. I just can't because I don't have it here. <laughs> Too big. <laughs> So I can't get mine in my house. It's, it's too big. Well, I think I can. I might have to take the door off the the um or the the front panel that has the coin door and everything in it. I think that comes off. I might have to take that off to get it in. But I don't have any room in here anyway, so it's kind of a moot <laughs> point. Gotcha. <laughs> it's just a warehouse all day long, all all the time. So until it goes to like conventions and things. So, but yep. Well, it sucks that you're leaving because I was going to do. I was, I was thinking about doing a Marvel Madness gameplay tonight, show some of the the, the shortcuts. But maybe I'll yeah. do an Eyes instead since you got to duck out. Yeah, well, I you know I've got to be up at about six o'clock every morning. So. He, he always watches them afterwards, anyways, too, Jimbo. So yeah, I, oh, yeah. I've been I've been waiting on you to upload the last one. You finally uploaded it, so I can yeah, you it. heard the reason why. No power, baby. I know. I was wondering about that. You know why. <laughs> Well, we should definitely do some gameplay today. It'd be awesome. Yeah, I've got two uh, USB extension cables, so um, I was trying to decide between the two. Um, I, Marvel I Madness. Played, yeah, I haven't played that for a while, so I'll probably well, suck. Why, why don't you I'll set it up and we'll pass it off to Crafty? Yeah, do it. Before Crafty starts, I want to apologize to Jim for cutting him off. I couldn't hear him. <laughs> <laughs> To watch this back later. Me and, me and Adam were laughing our asses off. Oh, it was great. You see the comments? It was like, it was like four times I was oh trying God. to ask the same question about the crane machine. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to watch this back and I'm going to look like a big asshole. So Just sorry. watch Jim's face because it, like for four times he's like, he's staring at the camera. He's like, <laughs> I. I, I left the room and came back in, and now I can hear you again, so I apologize for no, that. No, no, dude, it's all good. It was, it was pretty funny. Okay, we got some entertainment funny. out of it. I'm, I'm not, honestly not an asshole. So. <laughs> no, 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 it's all good. It's like a lot of beers in me. <laughs> well, before I go, it's been fun, everybody. Thanks, Arthur. All right. Yeah, good to have you back again, Buffett. All right. Yeah, Buffett. And I'll watch whatever gameplay video you do, so you can choose whichever one you want. Oh, maybe I'll do both. We'll see. Don't work too hard, Buffett. <laughs> yeah, the last two days have been about 18-hour days, so it's been real tough. <laughs> so I'm real tired. <laughs> but uh, so, alrighty, fellas. Well, I'll uh, I'll see you guys hopefully next Tuesday. All right. Yeah. Thanks for coming in. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Have a good evening.
So cool. I guess we're going to pass it on to Crafty. All right. Um, yeah, so uh, first off, I've uh, been helping uh, Matt uh, Osborne test the um, site bike, free play, and high score save. And um, he's officially put that out now, if you saw the link on Clov. Oh, I don't know if he's put it up for download yet, but he's uh, offering to burn sets for um, for people that are that are in the thread on Claude. He hasn't officially uploaded it for like the world, but um, but that so that should be out there if you're interested in in checking it out. The he caveat, will have it. He will that? have a download that you can do burn yourself though, or yeah, he should have that soon. I think right now he's just offering to burn sets because he has a few extra sets of ROMs, but it's a two ROM mod, so you just have to replace two of the ROMs. That's uh, scoresaves.com? It's not up on Scoresaves. He's only that, doing that's it That's his site, though, right? Yeah, that's his site, but he's only doing it on Clov on the thread. There's a thread for it on Clov in the general forum uh, okay. about about the Scoresave stuff. <laughs> and, <laughs> dinging. Andrew's laughing at my dinging. So he'll never, he won't be ever be putting on Scorsese at all. No, no, he's he's gonna put it on Scorsese. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Right now, he just he just he wanted to put it out there kind of slowly, uh, just in case. You well, know. I said actually got a Revenge of Doe on there too. I didn't notice that before. Yeah, he's got he's got a lot of different. Uh, and eyes. The only catch is that Doctor Mario too sweet. Well, he's, he's I think he's that was supposed to he's gonna work on. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it says in development. Yeah. Uh, the only catch is you can't put the versus say high score save and the Super Mario Brothers score save on the same versus board uh, because of the way Super Mario Brothers uses the uh, uses that NVRAM. Mm. So uh, that's just kind of the the way the versus is set up with that game for whatever reason. So it has to be on two different versus boards if you want to have both of those with their score save kits installed. So that's the only catch. But uh, yeah, it's great. It, it saves track time, saves your your high score on the top ten table. Um, so it's kind of cool now because uh, you know you can actually plan for score on Excitebike um, is fun, but if you don't write down and remember your scores, you're like, well, did I beat that? Or you know, or playing for really you know your best track time. So now at least you can. So that's pretty cool. Um, cool. Yeah. So that's out there, and then just been working on the, the junior. Um, I uh, pulled the old base off. Um, I uh, got rid of a bunch of spiders, uh, put a new base on that uh, Sam Wyo on Claw Forms had built. He built a few for some repro cabins he was doing. He had some extras, so I took one of his extras and put it on this cab. Works great. I had to patch a hole in the floor of that cabinet um, because the wheel, the wheels were missing, and I think the wheel had probably caught on something and ripped out part of the, the board. It's plywood, but it ripped out part of the plywood, so... I just I patched it all up, bondoed it, filled it, and bonded it. But I'm not going to put the wheels back on because I don't really trust that corner, even though I've rebuilt it. I don't trust that corner of the floor to support a wheel um, without maybe ripping it out again. So I usually move it. I, you know, I have a dolly, and um, that's probably you know what I would use to move it anyway. So I'm going to I think I'm going to leave the wheels off. But if I do put them back on, I put them on the actual base, which I think Fett did on his cabaret DK. Um, and Jeff Waldron, Jeff Jeff's games. He also did that on a Fixit Felix that he converted from a blue DK to a Fixit Felix. He put the wheels on the base because his bottom of his cab was shot too. Um, and I was talking to him, and he says it works pretty good, except you just have to lower the cab a lot lower than you normally would, and that kind of puts it below that 45, that little fulcrum, so you do get kind of the weight of the cab more. 
if you try to roll, if you put the wheels in the base. So I'm still undecided, but um, I got the side art from John today from Exidy. He had an arcade shop set that he wasn't going to use, so um, I'm all set. Hopefully in the next week or so I can finish cleaning up the cabinet and finish the conversion to Junior, and it'll be done, and it should look pretty nice. Nice. So, yeah, that's me. Cool. Are we... Who... Who hasn't gone yet? Uh, I have not gone yet. <laughs> Dicks. Jimbo has not gone yet. Are you sure about that, Jim? Yeah. Well, that's all the time we have for tonight, folks. So we'll, well, we'll see you later. There <laughs> guys, right, gotta go. Okay, well, I'll pass well, it. Well, I, didn't, I haven't done... I didn't do a whole lot, so it doesn't matter. Okay. We'll I, had, uh, I had in-laws come over over the last weekend, and uh, which includes my... What would it be, cousin-in-law? My my wife's cousins. Um, so, and they're 12 and 15. And it was, uh, it was the first, last year when I came over, I had just finished Marvel Madness, but I had not done anything with the Red Tent yet. So uh, they sat down and they got really into Super Mario Brothers and they had never, really never played it. So it was like, it was like a flashback for me. Like, these kids that got so into Super Mario Brothers, but they had never played it before. So uh, it was pretty sweet to watch them, like, really. I took a lot of photos. I haven't posted them yet, but it was pretty cool. And then they also got into Marvel Madness quite a bit. Like, they were playing two-player games. They were trying to get to, like, the third, fourth level and, and just, like, getting frustrated but not giving up. So it was it was pretty cool. It's always fun watching, uh, you know, other people enjoy your stuff. So that was about it. <laughs> I was like, no one's talking. Can they not hear me? Oh, wait, sorry. Were you talking, Steve? I didn't want to interrupt you there. Yeah, I, I don't want to, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, does this look all right? I, I don't know. Uh... It's a little off center, but it's, it's, you can see the screen. Yeah, I, well, I can't put it directly center. Otherwise, I'm going to bump into it, so... Um, we still have Chris, I think, has to go. Is anybody else? Is everybody else gone? Well, let's do Chris, because I'm sure he's pretty quick, because he only has one game anyways, if, unless he's bought something else, maybe, I don't know. And then we can go back for the gameplay video after that. How's that sound? Word. Okay. Chris, you want to okay. update us on what you did? <laughs> well, I got the, the good, the bad, and the ugly report on this one. So I got the new board in, and uh, the only issue I have now So you is, bought a new board? Yeah, I found a new board, came in on Friday, bought it last Wednesday, so it's pretty quick shipping. Um, the only problem is I still don't have red, and I haven't checked the, because that's one of the three wires I had to splice was the red from the uh, connector to the chassis. So I'm thinking that splice might not have gone properly, because if I turn up the drive and the red pot, the red comes up onto the screen, but it's not staying where it should be in the uh, the track where they run and in the logo. Pretty sure my splice might be bad, unless there's another me method to that madness. Unless there's something wrong with the monitor. Hmm. But if he's getting red, usually it's there either, unless it's a tube issue, like uh, it needs to be 
rejuved. Oh, see, that's the thing is, like, if I turn the red up to where I can see it evenly across the screen, like with using the drive or the red adjustment pot, it everything goes red, but it's almost like it's not getting the signal of where to put the the red on the axes. Before I killed a page, it's typically that's not a two problem. Um, it's also it it can be a game board problem. It can be a wiring problem. And it can be a chassis problem. If it's not, if you can turn up the red drive and it blows out red, then you are driving the red gun. The neck board is doing its job. It can be a, it can be a broken trace, cold solder joint, or bad transistor on the chassis. It can be a handful of other things too. But those are the most common. The, but I would check all of your wiring. Stick your voltmeter on DC. Stick the negative lead in the ground, and stick the uh, positive lead in the red. Where the red goes, mm-hmm. you do not see voltage there. If you if it's zero volts, then you're not getting it from the PCB. If you're getting volts there on the video header, then your PCB and your wiring is good. You have a problem on the main chassis itself. Because if the neckboard transistor didn't work, it would not blow the screen red at all. Thank God Buffett sticked around. Pro tip there, yeah. Yeah, definitely have to try that one. Yeah, so well, check your voltage on the pin. If you've got yeah. a way to, if you've got a way to put a test grid up that has that's only red, that way you will see a constant voltage on the screen. That yeah. Will Otherwise, it'll just keep it'll keep fluctuating. Yeah. So if you can get a test pattern of some vintage up, yeah, even if you it's have a color ball, you can do, do you a have a TPG grid. yet? Yeah. Uh, I will as soon as Crafty Mac builds it. Ah. So yeah, so, yeah. that was another plug for crafty. Let me see where you're at, and I can't remember where you're at in the list here. Uh, three weeks ago, you said six to seven oh, months, or right. six to seven weeks, or something like that. Far down there, yeah. Yeah, I only ordered uh, three week, three or four weeks ago. Yeah. Or two or three weeks ago. So. Try all that and see what you find out. Yeah, I'll uh, definitely do that this week. Maybe but tonight. Everything else seems to be working now. Uh, yes, everything works. The uh, the issue I had with the player stations being backwards. Yeah. Yeah. When I was soldering, or when I was putting the wires onto the leaf switches, when I did the player went through four buttons, I was facing one way, but then the sun started setting and the glare was killing me. So I flipped. I stood up and switched sides, and I accidentally put the wires from station one, or so from player one and three, and put them on to two and four. So that's how those the stations got flipped. Nice. So have you tried your old board in there again then? See if it works still? The old board still has the same issues. So the only issues that remain that are on the old board are no audio. The new board has lots of audio, and it's extremely loud. It woke my mother up. That almost got me shot. And the uh, when you push the run two button, it does all the work for both the run buttons. But the new board has audio. It has the um, you have to hit the run one and run two buttons in sequence, otherwise the guy just doesn't move. So, so the audio could be pretty pretty easy fix. I mean, it could just be the capacitors on the. Oh no, the the, the audio works. Not on the old one. Not not on the old one. Right. So no... on that on that one, that could just easily have been the capacitors that popped. Yeah, but I replaced the capacitors. I had audio, 
after I replaced the capacitors, but then yeah. after a while, when I was leaving it to do a burn test, it kind of just stopped making noise altogether. Hmm. So I think uh, I think uh, 34 mentioned this that uh, it could be malignant issues of the 24 volts or the uh, 12 volts that accidentally got put onto the wrong uh, pin. Yeah, it's weird that, it, that it, if you put new caps on it, it actually worked, and then it went away again. That's kind of odd. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. Is the, is the volume pot on the board on that, or is it a separate pot? Uh, there's actually one on the board, and there's another one inside the coin door. So uh, maybe check, because if the potentiometer for the audio on the board is bad, that could explain why it's, uh, you know, if it's, dump, it's just dumping all that... Uh, all, all to uh, ground. It could be that that pot is bad too. Oh, sorry. I put I replaced the caps to see if it would fix the audio. I'm just reading my uh, notes. Right, but th there should be the the potentiometer for the volume control too. Could be Andrew saying that that could be causing the audio. Um, okay. But I would so, try, um, I would try exercising that pot first. Just. Um, it, it, <laughs> Russian side of it will uh, you know, run over the sensor and have to clean stuff off a little bit before you put anything in there. Yeah. So I, n I noticed that it was a little, uh, on the old board, it was a little gritty when I turned it to, um, when I turned the pot. Yeah. So that yeah. might just need a good shot with, uh, well, a good cleaning. Right. And it, be careful uh, if you use uh, contact cleaner in that pot, uh, if you decide to go that route with it. Uh, I would try definitely exercise it first, so sweep it back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and see if you get any change. Um, okay. But if you just do decide to use uh, contact cleaner in that, make sure you use the blue can stuff, not the red can stuff. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably just try exercising it because again, it still has that one issue with all the run button, the run button, all do, being done by the uh, run two instead of by both in sequence. So right, but if you get the audio small. going, then you're then you're basically yeah. just down to one problem. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'll, uh, I'll, check, I'll check that pot, see what's uh, coming out of it. I think it's a, I think it's a two K pot on that. Yeah, I mean the other thing would be uh, just to desolder that pot and throw that on a meter and see if you're getting a getting a change. Yeah, I'll do that. Uh, I'll do that tomorrow. With my luck, I'd burn my foot so they didn't. Be... <laughs> Sorry, burn it again. It's just that pot. Yeah. That'd be nice if you could get that board. The, even the old board back up and running again. Yeah, you, you have a backup, then that'd be great. Yeah. Or sell it. Yeah, oh. but I don't know where that uh, where the the uh, run button issue could be. That could be somewhere down in a uh, an, uh, in an IC or an EEPROM. But I don't have anything to test those with. Yeah. Go get me one of those EEPROM chapters. Yeah. Well, get uh, you'd be better off getting. Um, I'm trying to see where mine is right now, and I'd show it to you. The, the G4, the was the G4X Q or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, that's that's definitely the one to get. Yeah, they're actually shipped from. Uh, they're shipped from me, Chris. They're actually from Burnaby, in Vancouver here. So it, it'd be no uh, import duties or anything like that. It'd be coming right from uh, Vancouver. And I, don't know where the hell, I don't even know where the hell mine went. It's a G4XQ. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. So I'm trying to see where mine is, but... Yeah, it's a G4, uh, GQ4X. GQ4X, yeah. 
It's, uh... What happens when you clean your desk? You can't find anything anymore. This this guy right here. Okay, I just uh, I just found found it online. Here, let me uh, present it, Andrew. Okay, so that that does all the standard uh, size ICs. Yep. Yeah, it's about a hundred bucks. About a hundred bucks comes from Canada, so that'll be easy for you. And um, it's USB, so you don't have to do you don't have to like build a ninety-eight machine or anything crazy like that. Yeah. And it's also what Crafty set up for the TPG to be updated with. It's really easy to update it using that. Uh, oh, cool! That thing. So, and, where, yeah, and where, it ships from like fifteen minutes from me. So. And uh, same same place also sells. Uh, you may as well get it at the same time, but they get they sell the. Um, the Chinese uh, EEPROM erasers as well. Ooh. Yeah, that's exactly what I bought both of those from the same pit place. Yeah, same place. So, yeah, pick one of these up. These are cheap. These are like 10 bucks. It's just basically a little UV light with a, a drawer and a, a timer on it. So these are cheap. Yeah, yeah if that I'm... doesn't work, you can use one of the reptilian, uh, like those pet lights. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, you don't need those on very long, <laughs> I found out. Like five minutes tops, but uh, I have the exact same eraser that both those guys have too. So yeah, okay. they're cheap, like ten, fifteen bucks. What's so? Uh, what's that site that's based in uh, Vancouver there? Uh, I'll, I'll look it up and or someone if yeah. someone else knows what it is right away, I'll look it up and see if you can find it. MCU Mall Electronics. There you go. That's what it was. Yeah, mine's the exact same. It just doesn't have the Chinese stuff at the bottom, but but yeah. Works great. Oh, there you go, right there. Looks like they have a new one. They have a GQ5X, or is that something different? Oh, that's pretty cheap. Yeah, they're like $99 US. Yeah, so Canadian, they're buck twenty-five. it says. They have different, what's the difference in the packs? They have a full pack and a light pack. I've got a six-pack myself. Nice. Get it? I used to, then I drank mine. Oh, I'm talking about <laughs> beer. Oh, you're talking about... Oh, okay. And they have a new one. It looks like they got the GQ5X now. I'm not really sure what the difference is. But. All right, I better grab another beer. Okay, well, you're, you're going to be up here any second, because I think Chris... Chris, yeah, you um, done? Uh, the just the coin switch issue when I was testing to see what this what uh, happened why the switches weren't coining up I just put the um, instead of normally on a switch at least the ones I've seen it's a common uh, normally open normally closed but this one the closed and open uh, pins were in were reversed so that's why my uh, coin up my uh, coin mechs weren't coining up properly uh, right because it was always always open yeah. So, yeah, that was a... Whoops. So you had a few wiring issues, you're saying? Yeah, well, I'm used to the... I was trained on the newer crap games that use horrible LCDs and all the other garbage. Personally, I like the thong of a D-Gloss coil going off. <laughs> Next time, I, you'll just get the adapter and be done with it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Well, the other thing is the other the old game that was in it, uh, there was like ten extra buttons, so each player had uh, a, jo a four-way joystick and an additional button as to the uh, three at the stations on this game. So we've had to do some rewiring anyway. 
Speaking of track and field, are any of you guys um, uh, subscribed to Hector's YouTube channel? He's been throwing up some videos of uh, track and field play. All I know is that guy's been dodging me in Street Fighter for since last Grinkers. Yeah, he's he's been throwing up some. I don't, I don't know if he's just kind of playing it again. He's maybe anticipating Grinkers. I don't know. He's been throwing up some games that he's got. I don't know, ninety four thousand on ninety five thousand on one. What's his channel? Oh, give me a give me a minute to. <laughs> And I made it to track seven on Excite Bike, so I'm coming for his record. Oh wait! Oh, I, <laughs> yeah. I see. I wait. That's not his channel. I, it's, I Hec- it's Hector. It's Hector something. Well, I see Hector Fly is the first thing, but that's that's it. it is that him uh, bench pressing and stuff? <laughs> it is Hector Fly. That, that is him. Oh yeah, no, this is totally him. Never mind. I want. I want to look at his weightlifting videos. Where are those? So yeah, he did a the hundred meter dash. He did it in seven point six four seconds. Jeez. Just watch that if you haven't. If if you guys ever seen Hector at Grinkers or or his other videos, go to Hector Fly on YouTube. Check out uh, his third the third newest video. I, is, yeah, uh, I just I just subscribed. This and, and just and just listen to his fingers. It's crazy. It's like a machine gun going oh, off. Yeah, it it doesn't sound even possible. It's just like yeah. And then he does. What was he doing? Oh, he was doing like the I don't know the the long jump, and he's just doing it with one finger doing this even. And it's he's like, uh, only has one bar left to go on the speed meter, and I'm like I can't even get it remotely close to that using two hands, and he's just using one finger, and he's got it almost at full bars by the time he's doing his long jump. Well, uh, you know, talking about Street Fighter, Andrew, you'd probably understand this, but it's no wonder that he plays Honda, because pianoing that 100 hand slap, especially the fierce version of it, is one of the most difficult things to do, and so it fits him perfectly. (laughs) He's got a video from a week ago, Track and field arcade, 90,000 with one hand, and in the other hand, he's got a beer, it looks like. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I just saw something interesting in uh, the video he has here. He's only using one button when he does it. Well, that's what I'm saying. He he can do both. Well, isn't isn't it a a fact with that game that uh, if you're you're using both buttons and you overlap the press, uh, doesn't it kind of cancel it out? Like yeah. you have to, they have to be successful. Like yeah, I think it only registers one button at a time, right? Right. Yeah, yeah and you have to alternate them. Like that's that's why his two, his two hands with like all four fingers going down is absolutely crazy. That he can get them to separate like that quickly, it's insane. He makes it look so easy too. I mean, like you're like, oh yeah, I can tap my fingers like that, but in the same exact spot on the on one button. We were asking him at Gringers last year, like, how the hell are you doing this? He's like, well, I just started off doing one finger at a time like this, alternating them. And then he goes, and he just started getting faster and faster and faster and faster, and he does what he does. It's one hell of a skill. Yeah. No, uh, Chris, you totally need to watch Hector Fly's channel with all his track and field stuff. He's, got, he's, he's crazy. Is, is he the world champion, the record holder? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I think he is, right? Yeah, I, I just subscribed. 
also has Hypersparks too, which I'd be interested in seeing. I don't know how good he is at that, but he must be obviously pretty good as well. Holy good, he's got a lot of track and field on there. Well, he's yeah, he's, he's the world record holder. Okay, good guy to be a role model for for this one. Yeah, and if you can make your way to Grant, I don't know if he's going to Rikers. He was there last year. Yeah, I haven't heard either way yet. Yeah. He said he's going. Oh, shoot. Is he sweet? Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, just sitting there and watching him play uh, um, Excite Bike. Like, I think John just had a video just before that he put out, and there's a couple things that I didn't know about in Excite Bike, and then then watching him play. Uh, and him just kind of describing stuff as he's playing it, and then I mean, he just walked away from the game with I can't remember how many lives just because he already had the highest score by a long shot. And it took like I think it took like forty five minutes for the game just to kill all the lives so he could record his score at the end. Yeah, forty five minutes. They would just sit there. You just sit there and let all the, the the guys die. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, I talked to him. He's he's coming. That's cool. Yeah, I'd like to watch him play some uh, games again. Him and Sylvia have their rooms booked and everything, so they're they're set. Sweet. Nice. Yeah, I actually beat him at Street Fighter a few times. I was, like, all proud. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I hope there's a big turnout for that tournament. Like, we get, like, at least 20 to 30 people. Well, it's just an unofficial tournament. We just, you know, well, yeah. it's fun. <laughs> just, it just randomly... Like just happens. Like someone will just start playing, and then people will sort of gather around, and then it starts going back and forth, and then all of a sudden there's a big crowd, and then it was, yeah. it was the same with the other with the um, warlords too. Yeah. Did you guys listen to the um, the arcade outsiders from last week? Uh, John added an intro with Steve on there. Uh, no, I haven't listened to it yet. Yeah, my wife told me because my wife's listening to it on the way into work, and she's like, "Oh, they added a." He talked to Steve for like 15 minutes before the episode, just I guess trying to emphasize that Grinkers was still on and and all that kind of stuff. And uh, they kept mentioning like the main game tournament and the the um whatever it was the challenge, the Tato challenge. But they kept forgetting there was actually three tournaments last year. There was actually a black and white challenge as well. Yeah. They kept forgetting that. All they kept saying was that there was two tournaments. I'm like, um, I think there was three tournaments. So I don't know if they're planning on doing only two or if they're going to do three or what. Yeah, we haven't really started sorting that out yet. Yeah, the only thing I would, I mean, not that I have any say anything, the only thing I would suggest is the main tournament is to lower the amount of games that are in it just because if there's going to be a lot of people there to let everybody get their, their plays in. Because wasn't last year, like, 20 games or 18 games or something like that at Grinkers? I think the main tournament only had 12? 10 or 12? Was it? I thought it was larger. That, sure you're not talking about Brofest? Yeah, no, I'm thinking about, about Grinkers. Uh, I thought like Grinkers had a lot more. I thought Grinkers had like 18 or something. Yeah. We, we can go to Arcade and check that out one day. Yeah. yeah, I thought there were like 13 games maybe in the main. Okay, tournament. maybe I'm off. But I can tell you that iRobot will probably be in this year's tournament. Of course. <laughs> because John picked one up, you know, and then now uh, Grinkers has one. Gax, old. where is Gax tonight? They should put Marble Madness in this year. They've talked about it in years past. It's a short, hard game. Be a good and, and, uh, and 
and eyes. But I know that I wouldn't come anywhere near. So, someone's gonna like get like multiple millions in eyes. I just know it. And it won't be me. <laughs> Actually, it says there's only eleven games in it. Eleven. Baby, Pac-Man, Burger Time, Carnival, Circus Charlie, Dragon's Lair, Earthshaker, Paperboy, uh, Pole Position, Popeye, Super Sprint, and Versus Excite Bike. And 90% of those are, are games that all three of those guys have or love. Or both. <laughs> I played so much Circus Charlie at the tournament. At the, at just all weekend. <laughs> I'd never played it, but it grew on me. It was so hard, and I was like, I like this game. How about they put Street Fighter 2 in there? <laughs> and then we go for scores on that. It's like, I got to Balrog, yes! Actually, I just noticed that John was the, won the pole position and Joe won the pair boy, but Fett didn't win anything. What was what would be Fett's game for that one? What, what did he choose that year, last year? Uh, I think he chose some of the ones in the black and white challenge. Oh, uh, sure. Oh, yeah, because he always liked um, uh, Seawolf. Seawolf, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know if he placed in Seawolf anywhere. Oh, he came third in Seawolf. I beat him, and I'd never played it before. You got your box of goodies there, Dave. <laughs> yes. Cool. Uh, so are we? Are we gameplay time? Uh yeah, I can. I can start any time. Does it? Does it look alright for everyone? I, I tried to tweak my camera settings like oh, manually. Yeah. That looks, good. looks good now. All right. Nice and contrasty. Perfect. My favorite game. I'm pumped. Yeah, I suck balls. We'll see. We'll see what well, happens here. I've never made it to the second level, so. <laughs> oh, really? No. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll, I'll start up a game here. So f first level is pretty pretty straightforward. Um, there is there's a couple of uh, ramps. So like right here. You can jump this. Oh, I never do that, ever. There, you can always you can jump on the other side too, but I usually don't go that route. And if only you guys could see me, I look like a dog paddling. <laughs> I'm probably, yeah, I just bumped the camera there. They never do that either. Oh, <laughs> oh. No, that's good. Jim, is there a certain spot that you have to go in the? Is it in the middle or is it for that? Um, oh, I just fucked that up. Uh, you have to go off to one side. If you go right in the center, you're gonna get sucked in that that hole. Wait, I always um, do one, but I never know if there's a specific spot where you're supposed to go. I... Just lower up, and then just try to stay towards either the bottom or up. Boy, I'm just too much beer. Stage fright. Too much beer. Just remember that they're dollar beers at Grinker's, so drink as much as you can, eh, Jim? Oh, boy. I can't. <laughs> that, that's probably one of the most uh, appealing things to Grinker's for me. And he actually did confirm, because he never they never oh. talked about that before. He confirmed it on John's, uh, on, the, on the podcast. Cool, the return of the dollar beer. Yeah, he never mentioned, it, never mentioned anything about the food, but the, oh. the beers he did say was a dollar. I can only assume the food was half price still, too, because they're, they're upping the, the prize. Oh, cool. So they're actually doing a, a pro and bro. Oh, they are? 
and the pro is going to be a seven hundred and fifty dollar cash prize, and the bro is only going to be three hundred dollars. That's still pretty good for the bro. To try to get more people to go, you know, to I guess convince those that are good enough to go into the pro side. Yeah, that's, that's cool. They took our suggestion, though. That was uh, wasn't that uh. Crafty and I were the one that talked about this that. This fucking sucks. <laughs> this whole first game sucked. I'm going to have to try another one. Yeah, there was a... Um, Sente was, was suggested. Sente, yeah. Chris was uh, from yeah. Seattle. He was the one that was originally suggesting that. So I hope he doesn't sandbag and go into the bro category. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like he was in second or third place overall. So yeah, he, he's he's a competitive player. He's, he's good. I was almost thinking that it'd almost be smart to take the, the top three out of each category from the previous year, and they automatically are pro in that category next year. No matter what. No matter what. Yeah. Oh man, that means Andrew would be pro on Tato Classic. Well, I don't think we're going to do the same game. Oh, yeah, that's true. Right. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> How many beers? I've been drinking okay. these uh, Fulton uh, Maytrees. It's a new beer that they came up with, and uh, it's 9.5%. <laughs> and I've been drinking them like, uh, like a Bud Light. Oh, no. Isn't that right, uh, Dave? <laughs> Look at uh, not your dad's root beer. Has everybody been, anybody been drinking that? I I actually like Coney Ty Island. Has, Ty has been. God, I missed that twice. So you can jump up on this platform. I've never seen that. How do you Maybe jump up on there? If I I mean this game's gonna be over quick. I'll try it again. You know this is why in 2001 when I got a computer. To be honest, that's the first computer I've ever owned is in 2001. First thing I wanted to do was try and play Marvel Madness. My neighbor helped me get a MAME, and I bought a, a trackball mouse just to play this game. Wow. That wasn't too bad. This used to be one of my favorite games when I was younger as well. I used to play it on Commerce 64 all the time. I just remember the sound in the arcade when I played in the arcade was unbelievable, and it was so different. You know what's hilarious is there's one of the um, documentaries, I can't remember, like, let's say it's Chasing Ghosts, I don't remember which one it was though, and during them talking to somebody, they had this music playing in the background, the do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do, and that triggered so many memories to me, but I couldn't figure out where the hell it was from. And I just started searching, like, arcade background music songs, and I eventually found that it came from this. They played then, a then, lot. Then, of course, I remembered that, that it came from here, but at the time, I just couldn't think of where it came from. Fuck. Video Craze, the documentary, has it with his, uh, the one guy's sons, he, his two kids, and they're playing, and they love Marble Madness. That, that, could have been, that could have been where it was from. I have that, that documentary, That too. game's crazy hard. <laughs> It that that area makes or breaks my game every time. I, as soon as I went to Fun Spot, I went right to, to this and punched out the games I knew. I just couldn't. I hadn't played Marble Madness since you know '84 in an arcade. And I think you might have one one day. That's the goal. That's why I got this piece of shit. I'm looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to see if I can jump that 
Normally I can do it about 50% of the time. It's a diamond in the rough, Dave. I've never seen anybody jump that, Jim. Curious. All right, well, challenge accepted. No pressure, no pressure. Who cares? Oh, you got balls. I never did that because that's why I always fucking fell. I wonder how much a, a good uh, trackball in this really makes a difference. Because a lot of times you went to the arcade and you know those things were never kept up properly. I bet you that makes a huge difference. Well, any of your games, really, right? I mean, my God. Yeah, but this one's like this. It's a, this one has a lot of precise control you need to do to not fall off and stuff. Like centipede is. <laughs> Centipede, sure, it matters, but I don't think it matters as <laughs> precisely as this one does. All right, let's try this. Shit. I agree with that one. Do it. I want to see this. Oh! Holy Christ! Hey, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! oh, I'm sucking now, though. No. Oh. You had me at hello, Jim. Just at the fact that you jumped at. Oh boy. Yeah, so I'm just happy I did that. Just to so, show Jim, you. do you know the the fastest route for every level? Nope, because I no. can't get I can't get past the fifth stage, and that's on a like. I played one game completely sober before the podcast tonight, and uh, made it to the fifth stage. And that's like the fourth time that's ever happened. Jim, when these horns go off. That was always like a boner for me as a fucking little kid. <laughs> oh, you knew you made it that far. I love oh, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wah, wah. The first Marvel Madness I ever played was on an Apple IIe, though. Oh, wow. And uh, it was my neighbors. Uh, they had a black and white monitor hooked up to it and a joystick. And uh, <laughs> I thought it was the greatest game ever. See, for me, this is just totally arcade. And it's funny, talking about System 1 games, my brother's 18 months younger than me, and he remembers Peter Packrat. I don't remember. I never played I've it. I've never seen one of those. Uh, remembers at least it. not as a kid. Fuck. I can't talk. Well, I can't do two things at once. Whatever. You got to see it. <laughs> I saw it. I got pumped. Yeah, Peter Packrat has sort of similar music and stuff in it, too. You know, sort of similar sounding. Fuck it, I'm gonna do another. I'm gonna do eyes too while it's still still on. I'm gonna. You guys can talk about whatever. I gotta reset everything up. Thank you all for coming to. What? <laughs> Sorry. Thank, thank you all. That's an awesome link. I, I posted a link to the postmortem um, oh. from the Atari, the original Atari developers who did Marble Madness. And oh, they give yeah, you kind of, of a sneak peek on what kind of went on behind the scenes as they were developing the game, the uh, challenges, technical challenges, and other challenges that they face, and stuff like that. It was pretty cool, actually. Yeah, I watched that uh, a while back. That's pretty awesome. Mm. There's quite a few of them out there from different games and different uh, different systems and whatnot. Well, I I definitely cannot. Drink, play, and or talk at the same time. <laughs> hey, you made that jump. I'm impressed. Well, I yeah, like I said, normally it's about 50% because the angle is so weird, and you have to just, like, you have to spin that trackball so abruptly, like, fast. 
Like I basically wind up, it's almost like golden tea, except you don't have that much control panel space. <laughs> I say, Jim, I, I could I could drag my uh, my computer over to uh, play Eyes on uh, my arcade SD. Hell yeah! So I'm actually, show show this so people can actually see the. Uh, oh, they can't see it. Nowhere near as good as you are. I'm not that good though. Link. <laughs> yeah, well, that's saying something for how I play. <laughs> If only you guys could see how this camera's rigged up. It's so ghetto because it's a it's a webcam that sits on top of your monitor. Uh, well, uh, Brad, you know, so I put the thing on top of one of the two the cardboard tubes that like uh, vinyl comes in, and I have it like gorilla taped to that, and then taped to a wood chair. <laughs> you don't have a tripod? Not not for something like this. Uh. All, Actually, all, my all my tripods that I have use the the wide the three eighths inch screw. So oh, yeah, I, I actually I went to IKEA and bought a like a nine dollar desk lamp, and then I took the lamp part of of it off, and I screwed like a I don't even know what it was, it was like a quarter inch bolt underneath oh, okay. the lamp part, and uh, that's what my my camera is sitting on. So it's totally fabricated, so I can actually easily move it around and. Do all sorts of crap with it. Well, that's actually what I should do if I'm going to do more of these videos. Because, I mean, a, you can just get a cheap consumer-based tripod for pretty cheap. I should think about doing that. That's what I was using before, but it was just, um, you know, just little adjustments. I just had too much crap on my desk to try to really adjust the tripod around. But this thing is just kind of hanging off the edge. It makes it really easy. Gotcha. Huh. I'll have to think about that. Yeah. I can uh, here. I'll actually snap a picture with my phone, and then uh, I'll throw it up on the screen here. Hey Jim, you remember what happened last time you put a going your games on the Hangout, right? Yeah, you know, I, I was actually going to make a comment about that earlier. That uh, I'm a bit nervous having all these games on because I feel like one of them's going to crap out at any given second. <laughs> This monitor is laid back so far. I don't know if I can get a good angle on it, though. Oh, do we have dueling uh, eyes going on here? Is that what's happening? <laughs> you should start at the same time and see who gets the higher score. Oh, Jim will win. I'm, I'm terrible at eyes. Yeah, but once I show you my strategy for, like, the fifth and sixth level... I think you'll improve There's drastically. There's a fifth and sixth level? What's that? There's a fifth and sixth level? <laughs> you sound like me just a few months ago. <laughs> well, we need some uh, dueling banjos queued up. Ooh, there we go. Need to tweak all my camera settings here. Now I can't remember. Does this? No. Does this look correct for everyone? Like, because last time I had to like mirror something. No, it looks fine. Okay. All right. Who should we be watching? Should we be watching Andrew or should we be watching? Do, uh... do Andrew, because I gotta grab a beer. Okay, Andrew, you're you're being presented. 
Somebody was mentioning earlier uh, in the... No, actually, I probably closed my window and I've probably lost it. Um, somebody was commenting in the live stream chat about a game that's similar to... Uh, oh, Igor? Uh, Chuck12 was mentioning Igor, E-G-G-O-R, says if you like if you like uh, or enjoy eyes, you will enjoy Igor. So it's like the European version of eyes, but with birds and you shoot eggs. The level mazes are similar to eyes. Has any of you guys played that before? No, I, I guess it's Igor, right? Igor, yeah. So this is on the 412 and one. <laughs> I'm reading Dave's comments there in the chat. Seabart, feel bad. Beer is good. <laughs> Asshole. There <laughs> you go. One, one thirty-one. That's all I could do today. I think Jimbo's still finding a beer. And my best is 223, so it's still not that great. No, that's not too bad. So I've been talking, I just realized my, mute, or my mic was muted. My uh, mute so was muted. Somebody in a, in a, again in the chat is asking if that's a hack. And I think uh, Andrew's is uh, Arcade SD. Is that correct, Andrew? That's correct. Yeah. I'm just playing around the settings here. And then when we show Jimbo's, Jimbo's is a true eyes machine. Yeah, that looks pretty good. He's back at it. Those sounds are kick-ass. Does anybody here remember playing Eyes ever in an arcade? No. no. I didn't even know about it until um, the podcast. How about like a Jump Bug, Nibbler? Does anybody remember any of those in the arcade? Not in the arcade, but I remember... I remember uh, Jump Bug. You do? I don't, yep. I remember in high school, though, um, uh, my friends all had the TI-85 calculators, and they had Nibbler on there. And they also had Nibbler... I think it may have been called Snakes, but it was the same game. And I didn't know there was an arcade version of that until... Uh, in the recent years. There you go, Jimbo. There's what I did. What's up? This is, oh. this is like a 699 Ikea lamp, and the lamp, oh, yeah. normally, lamp, lamp normally goes this bolted into this little thing. So I just took it all apart, got a screw, and then that just, like, I think it's a quarter inch or something like that, and it just screws into the, the camera base. Oh, that's pretty sweet. L literally mm. took me a minute to set it up. Nice. Number five is alive. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I love short circuit. It's on your uh, your best of '80s family videos. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't even remember my choices on some of those. I haven't watched them for a long time. My voice was like so robotic back then. It was a little bit. Yeah. I. I mean, I. I had no inflection in my voice. It was good though. I, I like the uh, the editing. Everything was excellent. Oh, thanks. I just watched it two days ago. Oh, cool. 
Yeah, I'm still working on a couple a couple new videos. So those those I mean, I had so much more time back then. Now it's like, God, that's so much fucking work. I have to come up with my list and the editing and the writing the the commentary and all that jazz is it's so much more work than doing arcade videos. I understand why John <laughs> does his videos the way he does because it takes hardly any time. It's all real time. I, I might have to disagree with Footloose though. Oh, dude, Footloose is a shit. <laughs> <laughs> the movie Footloose? Hell yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. I don't know. Kevin Bacon was like a big deal back then. Yeah. I mean, when it comes to like, if you're talking like dance movies and you're talking like Dirty Dancing, um, uh, Flash Dance, Footloose, Footloose just trumps them all. In um, like, I, I want to say whatever year Footloose came out, uh, I think '85. Yeah, that was a big year for movies in general. So uh, I went to a Catholic uh, grammar school, and we were one of the. We had like a my dad had a Betamax, and in sixth grade we brought the Betamax into my classroom. We watched uh, Michael Jackson's Making of Thriller and oh, dude, that's sweet. Lost Ark. Like my I'm, dad, wearing, I'm wearing a Thriller shirt tonight. So we brought it into the class, watched the movie. So in seventh grade, I did the same thing. My father brought a VCR because everyone didn't have VCRs then. And then the teacher said, let's have a vote on which movie we wanted to watch. And I wanted this to say Last Starfighter. Oh, nice. And everyone else voted for Footloose. In which I didn't see in the theater. Okay, okay, that, okay. I understand your frustration then. Yes, yes. I wanted Last Starfighter, <laughs> and they chose Footloose, which I never saw, and I hated it. And I'm like, God, I could be watching Last Starfighter right now and it, during school. But she did the right thing. She chose, and there's girls in the class. You know, your seventh grade, and yeah. um, Footloose won. So I, I always have like a. You know, I'm kind of mad about those. Yeah, but you saw, you saw my other videos. Still holding videos. the grudge on after all these years. Yeah. <laughs> but you saw my videos, and Last Starfighter was way up there. On, yeah, uh, Last Starfighter kids. wasn't in, in, uh, in the ones. families. Yeah, it was in uh, kids. Like that, that Kevin Bacon guy, what a cock. <laughs> oh. But he definitely got the poo-tang. <laughs> Couldn't watch Jump my back. Last Starfighter because of you. <laughs> The Last Starfighter was a movie I only saw like a couple of years ago. Never saw it or heard of it as a kid. Uh, Extra Lounge uh. is, uh, and YouTube is asking, was there an arcade machine in Footloose? Yes, there was um, There was a couple of scenes. Uh, the first, um, what's the name of the song that they play? Uh, Dancing in the Sheets. There's a guy playing a couple, there's a, a few machines in the, um, what was that, the cafe or whatever that they're hanging out at. Um, but you don't actually see the, the, the machines. They're playing Pac-Man sounds, but uh, I'm pretty sure he's playing something else. And then um, later on throughout the movie, there's a scene in the same cafe where they're hauling some old games out of the cafe as if, like, that's, that's a bad thing. Either that or the operator is bringing in new games, but you don't see that. But, yeah, there, there are games in there. You just don't see the gameplay. Does anybody on Clov have the last Starfighter uh, game? The symbol is as their avatar. Because I was also going to make that my avatar before I did the chicken wings. But I'm you, like, you could. I, I'm sure someone does, but I haven't seen one for a, for a long time. Uh, I used to have the the Lucas Barton uh, power glove 
avatar, and then I realized that like three other guys had it or or made it theirs afterwards. So I'm like, screw this. <laughs> I'll I'll just go to to Bobby Brown or I mean uh, Tommy from uh, Karate Kid <laughs> with his uh, body bag face. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Ooh, Andrew's on a mission. He what? wants. He wants that two fifty. Shit, making terrible decisions now, though. Yeah, stage stage four, you have to um, be a little respectful. <laughs> oh. Hey Jim, I did not spend enough time playing this game. It's a, it is a lot of fun. It just. Uh, what, what what's up? It is a lot of fun. I just have really oh. spent a lot of time playing it. Oh, nice. Ooh. Spawn. Yeah, they're always going to... So look at those four spot or five spots where they spawn. They're always going to spawn in those areas. Ah! Fuck. Jim, you pronounced uh, John Lithgow's name wrong. Yeah, I totally... I, I know I butchered it. <laughs> and I got all kinds of comments about that, too. Uh, Chuck 12 says that the Agor is uh, a Zachariah. Zachariah. Yeah. Actually, and I while I was looking that up, um, at the Seattle show last year, this past year, in uh, June, there actually was a guy who had a whole bunch of Zachariah cabinets there. Uh, so he, I took a bunch of pictures of them. Whoop. Yeah, the Zachariah cabinet for um, for eyes is way different, and it's got like photo. It's got like real people's eyes on the. Oh, yeah, that one looks awesome. That was <laughs> yeah, a little, it's kind of blurry, creepy, but yeah. So there's the invaders. That's awesome. See scare. I love the bezel on that. The curved bezel. That's or not the, bezel, the marquee. marquee. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I'm Holy not sure. Button. What, yeah, I'm not <laughs> sure what that one was. I can't remember. It's hard to see the marquee on that one. Dude, the MAME. It looks like a Sega cabinet. That's Zaxxon. Whoa. Colors. Little, yeah, there's a little stick on it. That's way better than the American version. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a lot more colorful and spacey. Super Cobra. And that's actually cool because the little um, handheld things that we were talking about a week or two ago had a very similar little joystick for the Super Cobras. Uh, what was that one? That one's got a cool uh, bezel on it. Circular here. Mm. Yeah. I'm just taking. I just took photos with my crappy cell phone camera, so I'm not really. That was Mr. Do. That's a different one, but same same thing, Mr. Do. What's the history with these cabs? Are European cabs or European what? ones? Yeah. yeah. So a lot of games like Tron, even right. and a lot of games that are in the U.S. They sold the games or licensed to the European, but they made they had their own cabinet maker over there. Mm. So Zacharia or whatever you want to pronounce it, they made. Yeah. We'll just call him Zach. Zacharia. <laughs> some people say Zacharia. Some people say Zacharia. Zach's cabs. Uh, there's a lock and chase one too. But yeah, they had, some guy had a. He brought his whole collection of all these uh, cabs. I thought it was pretty cool. Go, Andrew. Go, Andrew.
The emulation on that's really good. Yeah, it's pretty tight. I mean, the sounds all sound, like, spot on. Well, the arcade SD in general is actually it's just pretty good emulation. Oh, really? Yeah. No, Holy that, shit, you got ass raped on that one. That was a terrible idea. Oh. oh, this makes me want to play. Why are you? I thought that we were going to... I was going to wait till you're done. Oh. I was just sticking around, so... Yeah, but I'm having fun watching you. <laughs> In a non-creepy... I, 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 have, I have not spent nearly enough time, I think, to, to really be able to play this game publicly. <laughs> oh, come on. Look at my first like gameplay video. I didn't do much better than your high score. <laughs> Sad. That's my best score. <laughs> Not at all. My first game, dude. I, dude, I didn't even get that at Sean's place. I got two. <laughs> my best game at, at Sean's was like two ten, and I had the game. You're getting pretty good image quality on your camera there, Andrew. Really? Oh, yeah, your it, looks, looks, it looks. It looks great. Yeah, your screen looks really good. Nice colors and everything. Nice. Cool. Well, let's let's, let's see Jim play. You guys don't want to watch me. Okay. Let me see if I can boost. Uh, playing. That's a good. Boost the gain a little bit. All right, let me uh, hop over there. Some someday, if you guys want to sit here and watch me play Rastan for uh, you know an hour. Dude, I'm all dude. Next uh, next next week, you should do that. I want to see you play Spy Hunter. Oh. <laughs> Actually, you know, uh, Andrew, I never, you know, obviously I wasn't at Grinker's last year, so I didn't get to see you play Rastan. I'd, I'd love to see uh, some gameplay of that. Yeah, I, I could do a quick run through the just run through the whole game. Yeah, I'd love some tips too, because that game for me is like ridiculously hard. Yeah. I thought what most most impressive was him fighting the bosses in that game. It's such a pain in the ass. I don't oh. even know if I'd gotten to a boss in that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still watched Andrew play for a while too. How you do them really quickly, because you you don't want to fuck around with the bosses. You just kill them as quickly as you can. All right, let me add some credits here. You may as well. All right. I don't know if any of the audio is going to come through, but you'll at least hear me, I guess, unfortunately. I, I can hear the credit, the credits there. All right. That's better angle. Well, audio's good. So I always start by clearing out the bottom, and then I just go straight up here. It's kind of the the pattern that I fell into. No, those those corner ones, the the, the ones on the uh, the verticals, those ones are the worst. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All 
And third stage is the first first level that there's five guys. Um, fourth stage is where they start getting smarter. You have to give them a little more respect. But I always fall into this zone. And this is the same pattern I'll use on the fifth stage. Usually I can get through this without dying. Usually. Not under stage fright, though. <laughs> right. Now my whole pattern's screwed up. <laughs> Freestyle. After this, Dave, you need to fire up your road blasters. <laughs> I just put the, the tarp over it. I could plug it in. You guys can, uh, you know, give advice remotely. We'll, we'll, fi we'll fix that guy tonight. <laughs> Nice dodge. Do you find yourself, uh, you guys, like addicted just to looking at Craigslist and want to get these games that you shouldn't even get? Yeah. I still look even though I don't have any room. Or I look and I don't have enough money. You gotta always look, otherwise you're you're not in this hobby. <laughs> yeah. About a about a month ago, I looked on Craigslist when I was at work, and some guy posted. It, it was like one of those just posted, and there's three games for free. They need to be gone like tonight, and I'm like sending you text emails, and I'm calling the guy, calling the guy, and I finally get the answer. He's oh, someone's picking up the games now. It was uh. An off-road. Oh, God. What's, what's the other one with the machine? There was three games for free, and they all worked. But it, we had to get them out that night, and my heart was racing. Like, oh, my God, I want these games. I wanted an off-road. It was three-player off-road. But he's like, ah, oh, someone's already here. For free. Free. Wow. Damn, Jim. That there's sucked. A, there was a guy uh, who was on Clop I was reading a thread about. Somewhere in the Northeast that... Someone just likes to post Craigslist ads like, uh, you know, food fight for 300 bucks. Or, yeah. And then when you write him, he'll write you back and say, oh, sold it for 100 sorry. Right. That's <laughs> <laughs> all he does. He's just troll people. Is he that lonely? He wants you to yes. yeah. <laughs> I could have got this road glasses for... Fifty bucks or thirty dollars. I just didn't. I just kind of wanted to have something to work with before I drove there. So I'm like, yeah. I should have for free. They're really quick. Mm -hmm. Like I'll just get it out of here. 
free. It's not, you know, it's not working. It's, you know. <laughs> Andrew's, Andrew's pickup of the uh, Shinobi where the guy had it on Craig's for 800 Oh, 950 $9.50. And he told me, I'm going to offer him 100 bucks straight face. I think he got it for 110 <laughs> A lot of those guys don't really know what they're worth. They're just throwing a number up there because they see other games on Craigslist. Yeah. And really, the only the only way I even kind of remotely took advantage of that was the, the coin door. But that's, that's not worth anything to anyone except a collector. Yeah. And I didn't buy that to flip it. And honestly, it was like, to me, it really wasn't worth much more than a hundred bucks because I just don't need another project. That's the yeah. thing. I see deals all day long on Craigslist, but uh, I, that's the last thing I need is another project. I got already got a game room full of games that don't work. <laughs> <laughs> so that that to me automatically drives the price that I'm willing to pay down. Right. Well, and like you said, that guy was probably he just really wanted to get rid of it. Yeah. So when you had you you were telling me like cash in hand, that's when they see the money, they're like, oh wait a minute, uh, this can be gone, and you'll give me that, okay? Right. Yeah. Uh, you mean I'm gonna buy dinner and beer tonight? Please. All I gotta do is say yes. Yeah. Usually there's an angry wife on the other end too, you know. So that helps on on, on on his side. So if he can yeah, get yeah. rid of it, then it it's all right, guys. Watch him. this. Here, here's gonna be a flawless fifth fifth level. Now watch all these guys. They all bunch up. You know, I don't have to kill one of them. Holy shit. I'll see if I can do it again on the sixth stage. Yeah, one guy just rogue. I screwed it up already. Ah, oh, I got Ooh, it. Holy yeah. shit. Oh, oh, nice. <laughs> this is a stage I have no idea what the pattern is. Well, they're moving so fast, and they shoot, like, before you even hit the corner. Yeah, I mean, as soon as you're in line with them. Oh, gee, like uh, that. That was ridiculous. Yeah, this is where I lose the most lives. Like, eighth stage, I can kind of hold my own, but... What happens after the eighth stage? It Loops just repeats. But the difficulty is still hard, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Come on, I should be able to get that last pellet. Run, Forrest. <laughs> there we go. I should be able to get one more extra life. See, now, the enemies give you enough points where 
you can just hang out down here until that happens. But um, <laughs> ty typically, like, you can keep killing the enemies, and you'll get, what is it, 8th stage? I think you get, like, I forget, uh, 800 points an enemy? Yeah, because it's 100 points times this, the stage that you're on. So um, it's not a... It's not terrible to just kill the enemies at that point, but I, I feel like the the pattern or, or or whatever on the eighth stage is is a little bit more predictable than on the seventh, which I'm not sure why that is or why I feel that is. But so how far have you gotten? Uh, I've gotten to the second eighth stage, so I've made it through the eighth stage and on to the the re the next one after that. Yeah, uh, that was when I got that 489 which is my high score. Um, but I, I basically follow the same the same pattern. Like you saw on the fifth and sixth stage where I clear out the bottom, I go straight up and kind of work my way around there. And as long as you don't kill the guys, um, like like I can do totally do that on like the fifth stage. As long as you don't kill the guys and you just keep them like bunched up and following you and you, you work the outer pattern and work inside, uh, you're relatively safe because you know where all the enemies are. You don't have to worry about them all of a sudden spawning right. and shooting. But I fuck, I might play one more game. <laughs> like ten, so I'm gonna do one more. See if I can do a little bit better. I'm gonna have to sign off, guys. It's getting late. Sorry, Sorry Adam. <laughs> That's all right, man. I'll catch Thanks. it on the on the video when uh, when Whip posts it up. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Sure. Thanks for having me. You should recruit uh, your buddy John. Do you think? <laughs> I, I don't see him coming in here. Do you? I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> but, but we got Joe. Yeah. Yeah. But he's like, you know, he's the, he's yeah, the leader. Joe's like an average like guy. John right. John has like 60. An average Joe. Yeah. <laughs> nice. All right, guys. Cool. Well, we'll see you next week. All right. All right. All right. Bye, Adam. Okay. Good. Bye. See you. Bye.
great thing. Oh, come on. <laughs> So the thing to remember is that the enemies take about five seconds to spawn. So if you shoot, if you shoot them on like the outer side, you have five about five seconds to uh, do your stuff. Shit. Well, this is my highest score. <laughs> Fuck yeah. High score by a long shot. Ah! I shouldn't have looked at my score. Oh, I ran right into that fucker. Oh, ah! Oh, fun fucking thing. And it has guys. I don't need to take a picture of this one. It's recorded. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, right. it's uh, getting late for me, so i got to head out. See you guys next week, huh? Oh, you're not going to pull that uh, that straight shift until you have to run into work? <laughs> oh, fuck. That, that was the day from hell. That was a... I think I was up for somewhere around 30... Uh, no, 20... 23 hours. Wow. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, I was a zombie by the time I got home. I believe that. Yeah. No, it's not the worst. I once did a 30-hour day. Yeah, server went down, and I was the only person left in Canada that knew how to fix it. 
Of course. <laughs> well, the only one that had passwords, so. Well, get some sleep, dude. Yeah, 5 o'clock comes early. In about three hours. <laughs> oh. All right, man. Well, uh, we'll, we'll uh, catch you next week. Yeah. yeah. We'll talk to you next week, Chris. Night, Chris. See you, Chris. Night. All right. I need a. I'll be right back, guys. Good game, Jim. That was fucking awesome. Thanks. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. It's nice to be able to put up a score like that live for a change. Yeah. That's Maybe you should be drinking more. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to grab a beer. I'll be right back. (laughs) All right. Past level four, that game is, like, so hard. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever even played Eyes before. Maybe once. Yeah, it's such a weird game. Yeah, I've never seen one in the wild. And that was one of the last, uh, actually, just, you guys were talking about, like, free games and crazy shit that comes up. I probably, I don't know if I mentioned it before, but there was the, the Nibbler and the Full Position Cockpit that came up for free here in Denver. Oh, wow. Just recently, or? Uh, I guess it's been a couple of years now. But still, it's like, you know, a Nibbler nowadays. Yeah, I don't see too many free. There's actually one or two games that came up recently that were 100, 150. That's like the cheapest I've seen in a while. Yeah. Yeah, I never see free. No. I think the cheapest one I ever got was 75 bucks. And it was a Donkey Kong cocktail, non-working. Um, and uh, I, I bought it, took it, brought it home, and the guy just didn't know there was not an off switch underneath it. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Yeah, I did the same thing. I picked up my gyrus was the same thing. Uh, I think it was about a one fifty ish. I can't really remember how much I paid for that. And uh, it was a lady, and she's she got divorced, and she had that and another cocktail asteroids. And uh, she's like, "Yeah, it used to work. Yeah, I plug it in, it doesn't do anything anymore." So I'm like, "Okay, one fifty. Brought it home, plugged it in, flipped the switch on top, fired right up." <laughs> So Whole fun. game, everything working 100%. So. Wow. What are yeah. uh, what are nibblers worth nowadays? Are, are they worth something because they're rare? Uh, people just, I don't, I mean, I don't, I, I couldn't tell you what the going price would be for them right now. Um, it's just they used to be, like, worthless, and now they've got value. Well, all the rock holos and all that stuff used to be worth nothing. Nobody wanted Rockolas or any of those machines back in the day. And the oddball machines, yeah, the oddball manufacturers. Yeah. I mean, it was funny because back when I first started collecting, some of the mainstream ones were cheap because there were so many of them. Yeah. But then some some other ones, you know, like I remember, God, t- like 20 years ago, seeing a Frogger go for $1,200 at an auction, and that was like, you know, I don't think there was an arcade game that went for 150 and all of a sudden, this Frogger went for like twelve hundred bucks, and it's just you know the right two people bidding for the damn thing, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. nowadays, it's like you can't. I mean, up here, anyways, they, they games just don't come very often up here. Period. Like, there's one comes up maybe once a week, kind of thing. Well, it's definitely the same same basic shit we see every day on Craigslist. The same stuff. 
and it's stuff that hangs out there for a long time around here. Yeah. But it's a lot of it's just like overpriced, and we actually have a lot of games in Denver. I mean, how's Exidy picking up all this shit? Like I like I said on Facebook, he's been posting like for the last five days. He's got new machines every day. He has all the time network. Yeah, that's so that's yeah. what I've been trying to do. I had cards made and everything. I've just been trying to hand that shit out to everybody. Yeah, people come to him more than he goes looking for games. Yeah. Yeah, and I I know other people up here that the same thing's happening to them, and they've been collecting for like three years, and I've been collecting for like twenty two years, and that, that that never happens to me. And I'm like, I got cards sending out to everybody, and and I don't know it's because I live in the suburbs and they live in the city or what it is, but it, it's it's weird how it happens up here. And most of those guys that are getting you know contacted, they're all flippers, like. There's very few collectors in Vancouver, like me and maybe another person. Like, that's it. Everybody else is, you know, maybe has one game, maybe two, and they're just, they keep buying every week or every time they can and they flip them. It's frustrating a little bit. Not that I have much room for a for anything else. I don't think I can actually, uh, even if I figured out the, you know, use some sort of 3D software and wrote a computer algorithm to crunch numbers and try to fit every game in as perfect as it can, there's no way in hell I'd get all these things in here, I don't think. So at some point I'm going to have to, I don't know, build some sort of external building or something. Well, or sell, sell some, I guess. So that's the dream, there, right? Isn't it? Build, build the external building and have it. Yeah, there. and I don't. I mean, I've I've already built some, you know, fairly big sheds and kind of garages. Like I don't have a problem building stuff at all. It's just I've got all the tools. I've got everything to do that. It's just a matter of deciding if I want to go the the correct route and getting permits or or not. What about a yurt? All those kind of things where I live are are all illegal. Oh really? Like temporary? Well, I guess they're not. They're semi-permanent structures, or yeah. If you have anything, you're not allowed to have anything that's temporary, and anything that's permanent has to be done to code. Oh right, yeah. Like even decks and sheds have to be done to like housing code. It's kind of it's it's kind of crazy here. There's reasons for it. There's there's a lot of people from other countries that came in here and then I mean they they just cheat the system left right and center and have forced the government to to kind of get tight on all their rules and stuff like that so oh yeah I mean how would you like to, to yeah buy a house or a property that has you know outbuildings on it and find out that it was all just built like by some dude with a hammer and, and a, you know pack of nails and just it's just done for shit yeah it, it's not I mean, I mean there's there's we have um I mean, I don't want to get into the race thing, but we have um, a big <laughs> South South Asian population here, um, India mostly. How dare you? And uh, it's, it's, it's not really uh, getting racist. It's just that they they believe in um, their entire family living in one house. So you'll you'll see four, five generations living in one house, and you know, on a regular kind of quarter acre size lot. You know they'll have a nine thousand square foot house on it, right? And there's basically just house, uh, asphalt for their driveway, and that's it. Four four feet around the house, kind of thing to the neighbors, and 
that's it. And there's, there's, I mean, there's houses that are over that size, just on a regular quarter acre lots in my area. So it, it gets kind of crazy. So, and then they do the same thing where they, um, when they're building a house, like the garage, let's say, they'll, they'll build, um, hidden doorways, you know, with headers and stuff like that in the wall and then the wall over it. And once the inspection's done, they board up the front doors and they cut open the, the hidden doorways and all of a sudden they've got suites in their garage. Um, they all have multiple, uh, 220 lines and exhaust lines for hot tubs and saunas where they're really actually just for washing machines and stoves and ovens. So they have ways of getting around the system and it's basically, it's everything's just made it really hard for everybody, even them, to, to get permits for things now. It's really difficult. What do you mean those people? Huh? Anybody who wants to build anything. Those people. Anybody, including including the people that are like them people, including the people that are you know that are ripping the system off. It's hard yeah. for them to get permits. It's hard for the people who are honest to get permits. It's just hard for everybody to get anything done now because it takes months and months to get a permit to go through just for like a garden shed. Oh wow! It, it's ridiculous. Yeah, everything's. It's just that's what I'm saying. It's not just. It's not a race thing. It's just the government's. Tightened down on so many things that you you know you can't do anything here anymore. Hard to have it both ways, though. You know. Pardon? Hard to have it both ways. I mean, you, you want. Oh, no, I agree. I totally agree. But at the same time, it's like yeah, then you've got bureaucracy that you have to cut through. Yeah, I mean, it's it's certain things like okay, they don't. And I mentioned this before. They don't allow shipping containers where I live. They're illegal, and it's basically because well, they're an eyesore. Well, they don't have any, you know things in the bylaws saying that, well, what happens if I cloud the whole thing in cedar and it ends up looking like a shed or a house? Yet they're earthquake-proof and, you know, they're stronger than a, a, than a wood-framed house, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And they just don't allow it. No, you can't have a shipping container. What it looks like doesn't matter. And it's like, well, that's kind of, you know, you know, not looking at the whole picture. I mean, it's, it's Vancouver's trying to be a super, super green city, yet you know, they don't allow shipping containers, which is a huge problem around the world because there's like 300 million of them sitting in lots not doing anything all around the world. And it's like, well, you know, build cheap, you know, housing and build cheap sheds and, and stuff like that with it, but they don't allow it just because they can be, you know, an eyesore. Just, it sucks. Because I would do that. I would just put a shipping container out here. I'd clad it in cedar because cedar is abundant here. And I would just run electrical out to it, and boom, there's an arcade room or a, a workshop or whatever it is. Get more room in my house, and it would literally could be done in a weekend. But they don't allow it. <laughs> the great score in eyes, there, Jim. Thanks, dude. Yeah, Jim's back. That was fucking. I, I'm so stoked you actually just did that on air here. <laughs> It, it, it's nice. I don't have to grab my camera and take a photo and update my thread. Maybe I should, anyways, just to annoy everyone. Should we just send this to? Should we just send us to uh, Twin Galaxies or Arcade? And yeah, they'll laugh and be like, "Yeah, our high score is like 20 million." I'll be like, "Yeah, fuck you." Just tell them to look at what is it? Hour, uh, uh, three, hour three, hour three, ten minutes. Oh in. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is the uh, Arcade high score for uh, eyes? Oh, uh, it's up there. It's um, I can tell you because I had it. It's four million. Uh, so I would be ranked sixth. 
That's According slow. to their scoreboard. Why not do it? Uh, I, is that even legit? To yeah. You have to have your machine checked out by a ref. Right, right. I'll do it at, at Grinker's. Do it at Grinker's. It's all official there. Speaking of Grink, well, you were on when I was talking about how uh, I got a message that a guy's got an Arkanoid Revenge of Doe board and yep. a spinner. Um, I'm waiting to hear back from Steve. It's too bad he didn't join tonight. Cause He's, he said he was going to, but I'm not sure what happened to him. He got drunk. Yeah. Oh, he, 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 said he, was, he said he was drinking some beers, yes. Well, I'm saying. Because honestly, if he has, you know, because who, who is it, Hattrick, that does all of his uh, yeah, I think stuff so. there? All he has to do is throw it into any cabinet that has a vertical monitor. I mean, if he's got like a like a beat up pack cab, it doesn't matter. I think um, it's a pair of Galagas. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's the way to go because those boards have become as uh, uncommon as the game, it, the complete game itself. Yeah. So I mean, if he can get a decent deal from the from the dude that sent me a message, that'd be the way to go. Like I said, I got mine a month or two ago for a hundred bucks, so you'll have a baseline of. Yeah. But they don't. They're not. They're not that expensive yet. Right. Right. It's, it's not expensive. It's somebody just putting your fingers on them. Yeah. Well, it's nice too that it's JAMA. So I mean that that by itself makes it pretty easy. There's an Arkanoid cocktail for sale in my area for three hundred bucks. Huh. Has been has been for sale for a while now. I feel like I, I think yeah. it's a Revenge of Doe too. That's yeah, that's a great game. I I think I have a couple. I have a Arkanoid, a regular Arkanoid board, and a tournament edition. I think in storage somewhere. I, I can just bring the whole damn cocktail down to uh, Grinkers. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> That'll be our project for Thursday before we're completely shit faced. Or the problem not, is he he already will be. The problem is I don't want to drive my truck that probably gets 12 miles a gallon. I'd rather drive my Honda Accord that gets like 35 miles a gallon. Oh, hell yeah. Come on, you can fit that in the trunk somehow, right? Just throw some <laughs> rope around it. <laughs> uh, Arkanoid caught uh, 350 Canadian, so it'll probably be like 250 American. Well, that's about that, right. doesn't say if it's a doe or not, though, so I'm, I'm going to guess it's probably not, but no, it's just regular Arkanoid. Okay. 86, that's our, That's just regular Arcanoid, right? I think so. Yeah. Even even those games are so good, though. I mean, all the Arcanoids are fun. It's basically, it's Breakout. I mean, it's just with a few additional things. Well, I think I mentioned that to you guys last, last week. That was one of my big ones when I was a kid. My first console was that little Atari video pinball, and it had Breakout on it, and I... I absolutely love Breakout to this that day. Was, that was my mom's favorite game on the Atari uh, 2600. And then um, when I when I got Revenge of Doe, uh, that was a, she was excited to play because she's like, this is just like Breakout. Yeah. Well, that's why I like the Atari Video Pinball because it actually had a spinner on it too. Yep. You didn't have to use a joystick or anything. It was actually pretty cool. Right. And, and on Atari, it was, it was the paddle controls. Oh, yeah, right. You had the paddles, yeah. Yep. Cool. I still say the Atari, but I mean that's that's what I remember as a kid calling it. That's what you called it. Like who who called Nintendo NES? No one. Nobody. Well, they only call it NES because there's the Super NES, right? Yeah, and you, to distinguish the two. Yeah, exactly. Yep. There was never really a second Atari console that people had. No, I I knew one person that had the 5200. Yeah, and I mean, that was it. 
nobody had that really. Right. I know. I knew a few people that had the 7800, which was awesome. <clears throat> yeah. I knew someone that had the 78. I was jealous of their Pac-Man because the 2600 Pac-Man sucks so hard. <laughs> yeah, Miss Pac-Man was good, but but I mean, playing. I remember playing Commando on the 78 and uh, Zebius, and I thought it was the best thing ever. So I just went right from my Intellivision was the last one I had. And I went right from that to the Commodore 64. I never had an NES, never had a Super NES, never had a Genesis. I was pretty them, late. I bought them all afterwards, but mm-hmm. I know you can play everything on the Commodore, though. I mean, there was like, I mean, tens and tens of thousands of games, like forty, fifty, sixty thousand games put out for that thing. So I mean, there was everything. Like I could play Super Mario Brothers on my sixty-four. <laughs> it, it was available. Nice. Yeah. Of course, you didn't have to pay for anything. You just found friends that you just copied discs all the time. <laughs> That was that was even better. Screw this paying forty, fifty dollars for a cartridge. See, I never knew anyone that had the Commodore, but um I knew I had a couple friends that had I, I don't know which Atari um computer it was at the time. But that was all elite to me. And then uh later on friends that had like the Apple computers, like the two E's and stuff, um and uh like the three eighty sixes. I think my parents' first computer, I think, was like a 486. And we 486, only had... 4630 or something like that? Yeah, we only had a couple games for that. But... Point the master disc and then putting the program disc in and away you the, went. The thing that blew my mind was um, my Commodore 64 when Maniac Mansion came out. Do you guys remember that? Hell Yeah. That's, oh, that's my. how. That's well. My wife's in in bed, but that, that's how I got some action because a, a girl that I was dating at the time kept talking. <laughs> that's, kept ta- that's sad. Kept talking up uh, how great because like so when I was in like early college when I was like nineteen maybe twenty uh, one of the girls that I was like totally into uh, we were ta- we would get talking about old NES games and how great they were and stuff and she's like oh I remember playing. Uh, there was a Mappy game on NES, and uh, and then uh, Maniac Mansion. I'd never played either of them, so I bought them on eBay for like three dollars or whatever. And so I got them. She's like, "Oh my god!" So she came over, and I was like, "Yes!" <laughs> came over to my place, and that's the only time I was introduced to them. We we yeah, we bought Maniac Mansion at the Portland Retro Gaming Expo last year. My wife wanted a copy of it for the NES just to play it. So we got one. But yeah, that that game literally like blew my mind when I was a kid and I don't think I mean other than playing lacrosse like I I played lacrosse when I was for well, forever. Um you know, other than leave my house to play that or or to mow the lawn, uh, I don't think I left my room that entire summer. I just played Maniac Mansion the whole freaking time every day. That game is nuts. I mean, without the internet, that 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 is like the the spitting image of trial and error. Like yep. fail 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 fail. Oh, wait, I have to turn the oven on and then do this and you know, it's like what the fuck? You have to get two kids who are up in this room to do one thing while the other yeah. person's trapped in the dungeon to do this other thing. It's crazy. It's yeah. awesome, but I mean, like that it's a big reward when you figure something out. Right. I mean, like and what? We were playing that game for like hours, and 
I so want to just go like, let me look that up. And no, no, you can't do that. We have to figure this out. I'm like, oh great. Oh yeah, there was no looking anything up when I had it. There was no such thing as right. the web yet. And there it was, was points in that game though where you can get stuck and you think that you're just missing an item or something, but you're actually like at a point where you can't go further because you screwed something up. You're gonna yeah. load an older game. But if you didn't know that and you keep trying and trying and trying, you get what am I doing wrong? It's, it's you know because you didn't pick something up. That you or you can't didn't. Get or you didn't do something in the right order. You picked one thing up before the other thing, or something like that. Yeah, right. There's a couple of little weird glitch things like that where you can't proceed in that game if you didn't pick up this or do that. You know, and that was one of the frustrating things I I thought. Did you guys ever play Full Throttle? Yep. I still have a my original disc somewhere. That was an old uh, LucasArts title. Yeah. That's what yeah, Maniac Mansion, uh, Maniac Mansion uh, was, too. Yeah, sort of the sim- similar... Uh, uh, yeah, Maniac Mansion was their very first Luke, uh, Lucasfilm game. Yeah. Day of the Tentacle, things like that. Yeah, one that a lot of people didn't know it was the kind of sequel to Maniac Mansion. That was Zack McCracken and the Alien Mindbenders. What, yeah. Was that on uh, the NES, too? I don't know. I played it on the 64, so I don't remember. But oh, okay. They actually made there was references, um, there was references to Zach, uh, to Maniac Mansion because in Maniac Mansion, in the garage, I remember this plain as day. There was a gas can in the garage that you thought you could do something with it, but if you tried it, it like blew up the Edsel that was in the car, and, you, and the game was over. And so you're always trying to figure out what the hell to do with this, like a jerry can, like a gas can. You're trying to figure out what the hell to do with it. And then Zach McCracken and the Alien Mindbenders, you actually play, at one point, people on Earth and also people on Mars at the very same time. And on Mars, you went into... There's a face on Mars, and you went into it, and there was um, a footlocker in there, and you open it up, and that fucking jerry can was sitting in the footlocker on Mars, and you're like, oh my god, does this have something to do with Maniac Mansion? Is there some way these games cross over to each other? But on... Um, Zach McCracken, you never used the jerry can either. It was just a dummy prop to screw with your brain in both games. Uh, see what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But that's what was awesome about them, because you had to totally figure things out and figure out how things work. Yeah, I so, like how funny the games were, though. They're pretty funny games. So, so, so uh, Orange Whip, so Brad, uh, we, there's actually, we, we've got a, a spammer in... Uh, on, I don't know if you've, you've seen this on, on YouTube, and, and there's people like, can we kick this guy? Because all he keeps putting is... Wait, what's the link to the chat? I always forget to do that. Um, uh, I'll post it here. It, yeah. It's the same guy that used to, to do that. That's why I got rid of uh, comments. Uh, oh, yeah. It's the same guy that was doing that in comments. How do I... How, I do, how do we get, like... Well, you can flex. Oh, I got him. We can remove him. Block user. He's blocked. Oh, there you go. Is that nothing to do? <laughs> uh, it just amazes me. There, there, there were nine people, including myself, like, like on the YouTube chat or whatever, and <laughs> and when somehow one of those is, is someone like that. <laughs> if you click, click on his name, Jim, as well, and. Uh, you can actually report the user uh, on his channel. Oh, really? <laughs> yep. Oh, now now we got another one. <laughs> oh, he probably has a whole bunch of freaking. I'm sh- I'm sure. 
<laughs> Clever. Yeah. If only Derek was in here. <laughs> <laughs> like, why would you bother to come into a channel with, like, two people watching and do that? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what blows my mind. I mean, yeah, I think it's the same guy that was tr was doing it in the chat before. <laughs> Extra long yeah. gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 he'd, 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 be, he'd be like, uh, look at me, or mm-hmm, look at here now. It's funny. The second that I that I block him, it just shows There's up. As a yeah, there's a different user. It, yeah. it like almost instantly it does it. So he's probably got some bot. I'm sure. What a roar what, whatever. I mean, no, no one uh, watching it, this later will see that. So. No, and and to be honest, like, what a waste of your time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't really get the point. Like when you said spammer, I thought maybe it was like selling, you know, pills or whatever Viagra, you know. Yeah, I think it was the same guy. Uh, I think it was the same guy that was doing it in the comments before the first name that he had there. Oh, okay. And uh, that, that's why I don't have because I think Mock was asking me before. How come you don't have comments on? Well, there's your gentleman is the reason why I don't have comments on because he literally put, right. like, he put like a hundred or a hundred and thirty comments in like episode two or something like that. I was like, what the hell. Well, well, if he's going to spam us, can he at least subscribe to our channel? <laughs> oh, we got 12 now. I, I wonder how many of those are, are this dude's uh, bots or spam accounts. <laughs> he, he's got a vast vocabulary. Yeah. Oh well, we're we're giving him what he wants to. Yeah, yeah, whatever. So uh, let's see, what's what's uh, what else should we talk about? I got some time yet. It's twelve thirty. I I might actually have to talk Boo earns. Yeah, me too. Well, at least you're not playing Gradius. I, I'd have to I'd have to drop out. Gameplay Gradius. <laughs> That is just terrible. Could he at least put Gradius on the other side? <laughs> so I can't see it? I think it's Castlevania on the other side. What's that? Castlevania. Oh, Castlevania, yeah. I actually had to turn it down because it was running. Was that, like, that's yeah. what I do with Dr. Mario because the the track noise. Like, my cousin, when my cousins came over, I was like, they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm turning up the, the sound because normally I have this muted. Yeah. No, I actually had to turn off the sound for... Um, Star Wars, uh, Hubert, uh, Defend, well, no, not Defender, uh, oh, and then just, just Castlevania. Yeah, does, uh, does Gradius have, um, does it have, can you mute it, or I mean, like, does it have a dip, or a dip switch setting, or does it just not have a track sound? I don't think it has a track sound. Oh. I, th I thought I did. Maybe not. Well, look at that. He doesn't. He doesn't even have it locked down. <laughs> at home. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good point. Hey, Andrew, does your Qbert's kicker work? Yeah. Okay. Cool. 
Yeah. No, it doesn't matter. Because now it's fucking playing. Hey, so do you know, like, I saw, uh, was it Nazarene on, on Clav? I saw he updated a post saying that he's got, uh, like, the latest revision of the board is supposed to, he's supposed to be testing, like, mid-September, or mid-this month, I guess. Oh, for this is for the uh, the multi? Yeah. That's outstanding news. Th- that's what he posted, because uh, I was looking that up, because I'm like, I'm getting impatient. Do I do I seek out a Gradius daughter card and and all that work, or do I, you know, just hold out for that? Hold out for that. I mean, he's already getting ready to test. Right. That's I. Fucking sweet. Yeah. That'll be awesome. That game's so cool. Hey, uh, Andrew. Uh... Extra in the YouTube chat was asking about your Robotron, if it works. So I was telling him, yeah, it works great. Really nice monitor. Cocktail's in great shape. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> it is sweet. <laughs> yeah, check that out. Can't play it one-handed very well, but... <laughs> yeah, no, cocktail works great. How long have you had that? Um, uh, two, three years. That's pretty sweet. I, I've never seen a, Robot- a Robotron cab, uh, cocktail. That'd be awesome. They're uh, they're pretty pretty uncommon. Uh, what it? The run numbers are something like three, three fifty, something like that. Wow. <laughs> so you you like that, Aaron? Yeah, I I, uh, I hope Andrew can get a Robotron upright so that I can convince him to part with that cocktail. Yeah. Crafty's first in line for uh, when I sell that thing. But hey, crap. An upright oh. is that uh, if I got an upright, I could actually put two two more games in if I got rid of the cocktail. And, you, and the upright would be easier for you to play because that one's kind of low. Yeah. So the my my plan with this one would be someday to build like a pedestal like um, track and field the the cocktail. That's a good price, by the way. Uh, yeah, it's real good. Which price? Eight eight hundred. Yeah, they usually go for a thousand or more here in California. Yeah. Oh. And that's not a cocktail. I'm just talking about the stand up. Oh, the stand up. Yeah. I don't know if normal cocktails. So like I said, I hardly ever see them. I've ever seen them. You can definitely tell that's a collector's post because there's pictures of everything. <laughs> yeah, everything. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one thing that I, I needed. I I could do to mine. Um, mine at some point they replaced the uh, the glass. Oh right. I do have tinted glass on the top of mine, um, but I have everything that's underneath that in that picture you were just showing, Brad. Um, my my lower bezel and all that stuff is in great shape, so I could just replace the glass and then put those decals on, and it would be 100% original.
Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's nice, nice, uh, a nice little unit. Yeah. I hey, Crafty, do you have a? Uh, uh, I was gonna ask you, do you have a uh, a basement or is it a garage for your games? Uh, I've got an unfinished basement that I've uh, that I'm gonna use. That's where my games are going once it's finished. But right now uh, they're in the garage. But I'm gonna I think I'm gonna start moving them down there anyway and just try to move them around while it, while the basement's finished. Because I have I don't have a lot of space in the garage and I'm out of space right now. You should do a tour or something of it. I, we haven't seen, well, I haven't seen it. Cool to yeah, check I out. Andrews, uh, I took Andrew down to the basement. Are you kidding? I fucking helped you slip that MK2 down there. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Andrew yeah. helped me move this MK2 down my stairs, and the basement stairs aren't straight. They have a 90 in them. You know, it does a full or yeah, a full 90 turn. Yeah. So oh, it was. Wow. A, it was a beast. That that cabinet basically took up the entire pad at the bottom of the first landing. So we had to like get it half up on the dolly on the next step and kind of like turn it in midair. <laughs> it was it was pretty nuts. Wow. Those things are heavy. There was no monitor, no control panel. I took everything out. It was just the wood, and it weighed a ton. That's some heavy wood. That is some, that is some heavy wood, some Crafty, hardwood. Crafty slinging some heavy wood. Yep, I got, got some hardwood in that cabinet. <laughs> what was I gonna say? Um, oh yeah, it's something about Robotron or uh, cocktails. Uh, yeah, now I can't remember, but um, did, did you, uh, let's see who posted? Oops. In the arcade outsider store, did you see my uh, uh, Japanese guy <laughs> link? <laughs> I, I, I forget what episode that. It's like 38 or something like that. He, Sean does. I didn't realize it. Like I forgot. I totally forgot about that episode. But Sean does that sound like 30 times at least in that yeah. episode. And I've, I've thought about it, and I think I'm just going to cut them all together in, into one clip. Like, every one that he does. Like, all into one little segment. And I, I thought it was like a sound effect, but it's him. Yeah. I wonder if it's the same guy. <laughs> Probably not. It's a different Japanese guy. <laughs> oh, uh, Nagi, or whatever? Yeah. In, uh, in YouTube? Or, what's <laughs> What's the P PCB DP? Isn't he? Yeah, he's from Tokyo. <laughs> I wonder if that's a dude that originally said he was gonna make it. Oh. But he said he said in that thread that if his travel plans are correct, he'll be near Grinkers when the event goes off, and he said he'll bring Saki. <laughs> All right. Well, there's near like I'll be in Utah, or there's like near like I'll be in Boise. <laughs> right, like, like, relatively speaking, what does that mean exactly? If you're all the way from Tokyo, Japan, and you'll be near Grinkers, does that mean a thousand miles, five hundred miles, five miles? Well, hopefully you can make it. It's a uh, we got to get some international visitors. That that gives it like legit cred, and we've got people flying in from around the world. Oh, Nagi just said he's from. Uh, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, I'm sorry if I butcher your name here, but. He says he's from Germany. Germany? Oh, okay. 
why do we think he was from Japan? <laughs> I have no idea. Because we're racist. Oh, he's missing. <laughs> yeah, Andrew, you should suggest to John that have some sort of prize for the furthest person coming to Brinkers. I, I think, think we, did, we did a gift certificate last, or not a gift, but like a, 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 a winner certificate thing last yeah, year. Yeah, because uh, I forget yeah. who it was, but did Damien get that? Damien got the longest ride to Grinkers. Yeah, long <laughs> That's yeah. true. And most hours spent behind Grinkers sleeping on the bank. Oh. <laughs> Whoa! I see a fridge next to your Donkey Kong. There is. So you grab a sandwich and play some games. Is that how it works? <laughs> Who, me? Yeah, well, you're the one at the fridge next to your Donkey Kong. <laughs> well, this, this is actually my this is my garage. So that's like the uh, garage fridge with the... Uh... Oh, is that the beer fridge? <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, it looks pretty wimpy to me. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Wait, I'm going to go up and see if I can get closer here. It's kind of funny what's that, uh, because I do have kids, and there's mostly juice boxes, I think, in here right now. It's pretty wimpy. Why am I presenting to everyone? <laughs> because we love your face. It's the glasses. The frames are immaculate. Thanks. <laughs> that is weak. Look at that. He's got like a butt light. Go back to that. <laughs> There's a Bud Light. Light. We got a Coors yeah. Light, it looks like. I put the beers. I was, I was just going to say, you're Mr. Domestic, aren't you? I'm not I'm not prejudiced, though. I, I've just been drinking a lot of heavy beer. Hey, what, what do you mean, those people there, Jim? Those people? <laughs> I, just, I just said he's one of those domestics. Um, and, and here we'll wait, put wait, wait, wait. We didn't even cover what everyone's drinking tonight. So, a Andrew, what are you drinking? Uh, I was drinking Guinness earlier. Nice. And I switched over to uh, Shipyard's Pumpkin Ale. Ah. Which is, I, I have to say, for a, as light of an alcohol, it's a, only a 4.5 ABV. This is outstanding flavor-wise, though. Well, that's that's like the the lonely blondes uh, that I like to drink from Fulton out here, and those are four point eight, and they go down like candy. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not. I'm glad that you're that Dave. I'm just giving you shit. I'm glad that you're just drinking something. I don't care what it is. <laughs> and, and you probably feel the same about me. Mm, Milk jug. <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's? <laughs> wow. It's in a Happy Meal. It's in the refrigerator. <laughs> uh -huh. Is that alcohol? It's dirty. Yeah, I got a Happy Meal. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, geez, we're going there. <laughs> to get the no, burn really? I got the toy? No. <laughs> you see the burn marks on the player one and two? Right there. Actually, I really can't. There's, there's. Oh yeah, I see those. Well, they aren't, they aren't original buttons anyway. No, I know. Well, the right one might be. Why you gotta be like that? Why you gotta bring them down? <laughs> I, actually, I have an original black button. If you need one, I almost responded to a thread about a guy looking for a crimson, but I'm like, that. I only have one spare. 
Yeah, he's a dark blue one. On the junior, what what are the color? Is it the same dark blue? Or is, it, is that yeah? So this should be is, dark is, is that actually black, or is that just really dark? Like, is it just a camera? It's just oh, a camera. It, it's it's dark. It's not original. I don't think that's an original one. No, that one the one on the right looked like it was a dark blue. Yeah, it is a dark. It, it, I don't know. It's it's so dark. I haven't seen an original Donkey Kong in forever. It, uh, it's almost like uh, if if it is. Clean that shit and retrobrite it. It'll come right back. It, 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 no, it's 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 got it's got cigarette burns on the. Uh, That's the okay. Button. I mean, it's melted. <laughs> yeah, but you can still bring the color back. It's it's bad. Though. No, this button's got to go. Brad, are uh, are you able to talk? No, he's done. So I want to thank everyone for joining us tonight. Uh, it was a great time. <laughs> uh, and uh, since since Brad can't talk us out, we'll uh, I'll go ahead and talk us out. All right. Uh, thanks to Jim. Thanks to Aaron. Thanks to Brad. Dave from Buffalo. Mock the Magic Man, Steve. Thank you so much. Buffett earlier. Yeah. Our regular listeners, we appreciate you guys. The subscriptions to the channel. Hope you guys are enjoying what we're putting out here. It's um, really is just a, us hanging out. Uh, I can't believe you're actually fucking watching, but you are. <laughs> it is in the description. Hangout. <laughs> it is. Yeah. We probably hang out. We're adding a little bit of structure to this whole thing, but you know, it's uh, it's still it's still kind of meant to be chaotic, and it is so. Loose well, format. Yeah. Well. Thanks. That's thanks. Much. And uh, we'll we'll see y'all next week. Out. All right. Take it easy, everybody. All right. See ya. Next time. <laughs> Thank you all. <laughs>